1: I almost feel like we're, we're uh, in Montreal, Canada, at a bachelor party, and the next thing we're going to hear is a DJ saying, mm-hmm. "Let's go, ladies! It's roll call. Roll call, all mm-hmm. ladies to the next on the stage. main stage. Um,
2: next on the main stage. This transitions well into one of your show notes. It does.
0: <laughs> uh, well, before we get into show notes, <laughs> yeah. we
2: are uh, live
1: here from. Recording live from the Taylor Park in lovely Oak Hill, Florida, episode number 23. The first time I've gotten that right in a long, long long Mm -hmm. time. Feels good, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Taylor Trash Fly Fishing podcast. The world's finest fly fishing podcast. It is. And shallow water banter Mm -hmm. available anywhere on the planet, I think it's just shallow banter. Shallow banter, yeah, is definitely on point. Mm-hmm. World's finest
2: shallow banter about water on the planet. Sometimes about water. Yeah. Sometimes. sometimes. Like two percent. Right. Right. right.
1: Like it's like milk. milk.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> it's kind of milk, but only two percent. Right. Um. Welcome
3: to the jungle.
4: Spring break. <sighs> oh, spring, it is break. spring break, 2019.
3: Dude. <laughs> See, we're right up the street from Daytona Beach, home thank, of spring break. Thank God, bike, <laughs> bike week is fucking over. Oh, for sure. What a pain in the ass that was. If you've got to imagine, you've you've just, I mean, I don't know if you can. My house is at the end of first gear, right at the beginning of second gear from the stoplight of oh, the yeah. street. Of like a heart, like any year Harley Davidson. So they come ripping down my road to go to blah, the blah, beach. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and right in front of my house, click Bra again. Oh man! So it's just Harley's catching second, and f- right in front of my front door for about a week and a half straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through right, right through the night. Right, yeah, yeah, they cruise all night. So That had to just be the highlight of your week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of half-sleeping. Like, did I just wake up, or was I up the whole time? Right. Type thing, yeah. Good times. Hey, thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. (laughs) So uh, I think we've been
1: uh, pretty consistent. We're back. It's only been a week since we've been away. It's Saturday night. And I don't know about the rest of you guys, I'm feeling like I've got a pretty bad case of the meat sweats coming on. <laughs> very, <laughs> oh, yeah. very badly. Dude, yeah, the uh, the Traeger once again was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. We had uh, chicken, we had pork pork loin. We had what was it? Like, uh, Brat Italian, Italian sausage and bratwurst, and I. I couldn't find one that I did not, like, eat four pounds of. I'm starting
3: to think that it would be incredibly hard to make something you wouldn't want. You know, I'll be honest with you. I
1: mean, I made a culpa here. I actually did fuck something up on the Traeger today, earlier today. Um, Oh, you were doing what, some peppers or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, So so Uh. I tried to smoke... Um, some jalapenos and a couple of big poblano peppers and I read the directions uh, I guess you'd call that a recipe these days and uh, when I when I originally you have to char them and or blanch them and remove the skin and I charred them on uh, a kind of like a grill top here in the house. Mm. And when I went to clean them, remove the stem and split them, I couldn't really get the skin off very well. So obviously I didn't do, didn't do it right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? They'll be fine. You know, they'll, they'll be fine. And I went ahead and put them on the Traeger, smoked the shit out of them. And when I pulled one off because it had the skin on it, it was nasty, chewy, fucking awful. Oh, like hardened it. Yeah. Like and, it out. and yeah. you know, it's Ugh. just a matter of I didn't really stay true to doing it the way it was. I was told to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to do them again. Uh, I, I definitely have confidence that the smoked jalapenos will be fucking awesome if I just do them right. Uh, currently, I didn't do them right. So that's uh, the problem. It's the, uh, uh,
3: so far so good, though. I mean testament i guess to the system or the yeah size follow, or whatever follow the directions man, yeah. that's, you, you know, know rips, follow man. the directions well I every mean, time yeah every time so far and for sure with a regular old propane grill at my house doing the same thing over and over again i botch every, it yeah. yeah yeah i mean like every like six or seven Oh time, yeah Yeah, shit, it got too hot real quick, and you didn't get it off quick enough, or didn't have a plate, and you you tear it up. Yeah, that grill is consistently, yeah, since the day it showed up. I think we're we've been really crushing it.
1: So anyway, uh, you know, aside from being uh, fat, dumb, and happy, um, I actually, uh, Carl, not trying to usurp any of your power here, Mm -hmm. but. You talking show notes? Uh, I have extensive show notes this week. So, uh, you know, somewhere in between you taking the lead, I will jump in every once in a while. I only take show notes because I can't remember shit. Well, and and honestly, that's kind of um, why I started doing it myself. I was like, you know, something would happen. I'd be like, dude, I need to take a note on the phone. That way I can remember this.
3: Um, If we... Or do we – should we talk to the producers or the writing department? Who do we talk, talk to? Uh, to the writers. The writers. The writers. To the writers, yeah. yeah. So, i get a uh, bone to pick with them. I'm going to cancel their Dunkin' Donuts order Monday. I, I'm
1: going yeah. to go ahead and say that just to keep it somewhat topical uh, for anybody that likes to tune out really quickly and not listen to the whole episode, um, one of the things I want to talk about early here is April Vokey. And I found it very interesting uh, to say the least that April actually posted on Instagram um, about the fact that she was losing followers because people don't read the caption on Instagram. And a bunch of people somehow mistakenly believed she was involved with um, this instagram um, almost uh, almost like uh, like we were talking about naked and afraid last yeah. time yeah. and and it's it, it's like a I think reality it's based like hunting for likes or love oh, or something yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, yeah you know what i i didn't even get yeah. far enough into watching what it was to know what yeah. the name of it was but it was like a bunch of sorority chicks that are very obviously all about tits and ass and the producers, right. Carl, the writers. Writing team. Um, same, probably same. Yeah. We they, they put uh, some type of uh, hunting implement in their hand. I, I believe it was uh, a bow with the one. And she took a shot that, you know, shouldn't have, that that a true sportsman would not have an taken. An ethical shot. An yeah. ethical shot. But uh, for whatever reason... A bunch of people mistakenly thought that April Vokey was somehow involved in this show, and she was coming on to say, Hey, look, not only was I not involved with this show, this is the kind of horrible show and horrible use of Instagram or social media that gives people a
3: bad name. Bad, yeah, for sure. And I think it was like a prove your opposer show, it was pretty much. like, good-looking young babes on Instagram that are always, like, posing with a, uh, some kind of bow or rifle or, or a trophy game or something like that. And they bring them on and bring them on real hunts right. to prove... So if you're marketing yourself as some kind of, I think they call it some kind of Huntress or something. That has something to do with the yeah. story. Is, is she, oh, April Vokey, so, explained so, oh. Huntress or talked about Huntress, and as did they. And they thought there was some kind of connection with this Huntress So name.
1: So was the premise of the show, so they're identifying girls that claim that they're...
3: They could or could not be actual hunter so, so they bring them on the show to prove that they yeah. are so there was yeah so there's oh okay they, put, they send them out on hunts like hey did you do it for likes or do you do it for love which means you actually love you to go love what you do or right. Row right. hunting or whatever it okay is. so the so i feel even more shallow
1: that i didn't even get that out of it all i knew was it was an expose
3: that she had pointed out or uh, well, i think like you know nine of ten of them are doing it for likes I okay. think the idea is For, okay. maybe like yeah. one or two of them kind of win that right. they actually like maybe know how to hunt or know how to you know draw a bow or whatever, and then uh, everybody else just was posing because it's something cool to pose by. Some chicks posed by Ferraris, some of them power boats, doing some in the middle of, of the woods in a and bikini. Bow. Yeah, yeah. Some of them with a fish.
1: Right. You so yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting to me. Um, I. I made a comment uh, as the uh, Taylor Trash Fly Fishing Instagram on that thread. I saw that. And I, I made reference to, you know, as with any tit staff post, it's something that you have to carefully look at to make sure who the talent really is and assign a value to whether they're really a real stakeholder, they're, yeah. they're, they're real, yeah. or are they after likes? Because that show is a perfect example of both. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's the fake it till you make it crowd, mm-hmm. which there's a majority of on Instagram, and then there's a few authentic people that when you see it, you're like, wow, okay, that's the real deal. Right. I found it very interesting that the same week that April brought that to light, the fly fishing trade organization, AFTA, was having
3: their dealer summit. And uh now, just for clarity, I follow that, I don't know, Instagram or Facebook or something. It, it's A- AFT... Yeah, it's DA, American it? Fly Fishing Tackle, uh, Tackle
1: Association (AFTA). A-F-F-T-A. Is, what does so AFTA? AFTA is do actually they do the IF. They do IFTD. Okay, yeah. so I think
3: there's this yeah. like a slash IFTD in their yeah. name or something. It could be. Okay, so it's um, like like the show. Yeah, yeah. So so they
1: are the official
3: trade.
1: Organization behind the fly fishing retailers mm-hmm. and manufacturers. They put the manufacturers and the retailers together uh, at IFTD, right? Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I saw either on Twitter or on uh, Instagram that they had they had said that you know so and so, and forgive me, I don't remember who it was, um, had done a. Seminar, uh, I would suppose would be the right word um, on content creation and how you engage your customers and how you make sure that your customers become invested in your brand. It was about branding and how maybe you influence your customers and get them to where they are actually loyal to you and, and and believe your message. I posted a, a response to that and simply said make sure whatever you're doing is actually authentic because we can sniff out bullshit pretty right. easily. And I don't know who runs their social media, but they liked it. And it's true, and I'm hoping that whomever is giving advice to uh fly shop owners or manufacturers that they're starting to turn that corner because oh, yeah, we, we've yeah. talked about it a lot Yeah, and to see somebody like April um, April for sure is 100%
3: an industry leader. There's no mm. doubt about it. I'd say so as far as content is concerned, she's, hunting, she's fishing, she's in the field, she's I mean just what you would call a field. Yeah, for sure. Checking stuff out, scouting, that kind of and like her her uh, little snippets on the internet or whatever or little stories are always out observing, doing stuff. I mean, to put her in a I don't know, a boat or a to put a rod in her hand or a reel in her hand or something like that, I think would be a very, very smart move for a company. I'm going to ask you guys all a question. Mm-hmm.
1: What fly rod company does April Vokey prefer? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you either. Mm-mm. What kind of reel does she use? Nope. I no couldn't idea. tell you. But you know what? When I hear the name April Voki. Mm-hmm. I think real deal, authentic for sure. Right? You know, and that
3: would yeah, good out point.
1: there Very doing it. Point. Yeah, out there doing it, mm-hmm. living it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a it is one hundred percent a lifestyle that she leads, mm-hmm. and the only brand that I can tell you that I recognize with her is Meat Eater, and that's. I've Never watched it, right? It doesn't appeal yeah. to me. I, I maybe I should watch it, I don't know. Um, I know her podcast, um, and I know that she recently joined Meat Eater. I know she is associated with Yeti on mm-hmm. some level, um, but I don't know if that's because Meat Eater is or April Vokey is. Uh, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty sure that she's associated with Patagonia because mm-hmm. yeah. Adelaide. Is always swaddled in Patagonia. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, aside from clothing and some gear, um, I don't
2: have any... She's got an, another one that's pretty cool, uh, Goal Zero, which is like this Oh, yeah, that's the solar, solar, solar... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: I actually have... I, it was funny when I saw that she was endorsed by, or she was endorsing Goal Zero. That's That happened to be what I purchased several years back uh, based on my research when I went to Alaska yeah, I was going to be off the grid for two weeks and I needed to be able to charge batteries and such yep. and I bought a Goal Zero portable um, solar panel with a charger with re- rechargeable batteries and that's what yeah. I survived on for two weeks and nice. so yeah. yeah you're right about that um, but I guess that's to me is the example of Authenticity. Um, right. I just really dig her story and what she brings to fly fishing, and and you know what? She's actually transcended fly fishing. It's like
3: to the outdoor
0: There's space. There's a lot of. Yeah. Um,
3: is it her cooking? I think it's her cooking and her and her probably like outdoor cooking or natural mm-hmm. eating or you know something like that. Where I've heard her name from people that I'm like, what, uh, who? April, my April Voki, you know what I mean, <laughs> right? My, right, <laughs> right. Do you mean the one that like I know because it's something about what well, she forages, uh, natural, natural, she li- natural yeah. eating mm-hmm. and natural living, or you know something like right. that? And the people have atta- attached to that part of the story. You're, are, like
1: you are like, wait a second, you are talking about the same April Voki that pees in a bottle
3: and tans,
0: and, and tans, <laughs> right. salmon skins. Right. That April Voki, right.
3: yeah. And there is some, you know, this. I I want to say it's some kind of really natural eating, you know, this I have a lot of respect for organic April, stuff, yeah. But
1: <laughs> more so than April Charles. Her Charles husband, is a pretty big badass. I, you really yeah. break it down. I love Charles yeah. because Charles absolutely wants nothing to do with on social what? media <laughs> yeah. and I love that he's like kind of in the background and when she every once in a while tries to include him you can see him being like he ducks out yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck <laughs> off leave me alone piss off mate right so Charles keep doing what you're doing right just keep being a Kiwi Charles that's right <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? actually I don't think I he's from New he's not from New Zealand he's, a, he's, a, he's an Australian, Australian mate Aussie. he's an Aussie
1: yeah he's an Aussie Aussie I think like they go. I think they go to New Zealand on uh, holiday. On
3: holiday. Holiday.
1: Or walkabout. Probably on walkabout. P- Perhaps yeah. it's a
3: walkabout. He might be an abo. It's like a day trip. Like an uh, ab- aboriginal. Aboriginal. Yeah. abbo. Bad. guaranteed felon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. He was
3: English. It is a penal.
0: What's <laughs> co- that yeah, penal yeah. 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 So <clears throat> um,
3: there's, there's no doubt about that. My foot in mouth has been in the last. I mean, this has been since before um, the last couple of shows, probably, is being involved with uh, Casey on her boat right. deal and um, and selling her boat. Subsequently, um, to Kelsey in in South Carolina. Both of them are honestly like into fishing and really like it and like enjoy the sport and aren't. I think Casey's a little bit more into the social media thing um, as she guides and sells trips and, and does that kind of stuff. But to actually kind of talk to them a little bit more, I, I think less and less of way more insta model, fake insta models. Right. Because t- just talking to them daily, you know, whatever, about the boat, about the other boat, whatever they are really truly into it right and i'm like man like i it, just what, hang with it's, these chicks it's these what chicks. they love yeah. to yeah. do yeah. Yeah. i was thinking it's just who they are you know and i didn't really know what to expect to be honest going into it but i'm like oh i'm like almost kind of sheepish at some point uh-huh like you, so oh you fish today I didn't. <laughs> oh, how'd you do that? Oh, cool. He yeah, asked a few redfish and stuff. That's yeah, cool. Me too.
0: Um, yeah. Me I mean, really. I will. <laughs> I mean, I will.
3: Maybe next week. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean. Well, you know,
1: the, that's the perfect segue because my, my notes um, also include talking about this uh, new skiff builder in town. Hot dog. Outcast Boat Works. Outcast Boat Works. Yeah, heard and, something uh, about them. Yeah, you know, I had the uh, opportunity. Oh, yeah. I had the opportunity to uh, visit the production facility mm-hmm. uh, for Outcast Boat Works earlier this week mm-hmm. and uh, headquarters. You know, the headquarters, um, the and, epicenter. <laughs> and uh, Casey Bones, if you're listening to this, go ahead and turn the volume down for about thirty seconds mm-hmm. because I'm going to talk about how I helped build your boat. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: Larry had, touched it. But.
1: I had fun, man. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. been a while since I've uh, laid up some fiberglass and, uh, you know, rolled out some resin. It's crazy.
3: It's, it's, uh, it seems like it could be really unpleasant, but when you get into it, it's. No, it's actually it's it's like pretty really cool. Nuts. It's actually yeah.
1: kind of a cool, yeah. you know,
3: like it,
1: it's, I will liken it to mowing the grass. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like cath- it's almost cathartic. So, so, weird. so, you know. I'm going to go ahead and be as sexist as I fucking (laughs) normally am and say most women, because we live in a patriarchal society, and that's just the fucking way America is, the guy in the house or the brother in the house or the uncle runs the lawnmower. That's just the way it is, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So men in America that have grown up cutting the grass at the house understand how absolutely freaking peaceful it is and how fulfilling it is to get on a lawn tractor or even a a push mower and as you mow you can see what you haven't done and you can see the glorious goodness of Mm -hmm. what you've completed until you're finished and then you can turn around and there's this fucking glorious smell wafting through the air of fresh cut grass (laughs) Mm -hmm. and this beautifully manicured lawn and if you've been doing it for a while you know that it's it, it's a chore and everybody knows what chores are chores are the shit that you do that you don't get paid for if you got paid for it it'd be a job but this is a chore mm-hmm. but if you embrace your chores you end up doing stuff as silly as cutting the grass on an angle right and so that oh, when, yeah. when when the when the yard is done You've got all of this like cross hatched like angular <laughs> cuts, and you look at it and you're like, "Not quite the infield I was going five hundred, but mm-hmm. God damn that looks good yeah. and and then you then you ramp it up another fucking level and you learn how to fucking mow the grass on that tractor, doing like a fucking Couple of different angles so that the lawn really looks good, but you're doing it while you got a fucking cold beer in your
4: hand.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's just—I mean, just
1: fucking. X, I mean, you just build on it; it gets right. better and better and better. And that's kind of what I saw, and what I've always gotten out of building a skiff, especially with laying up glass, putting because you lay the glass in. And when you start putting the resin, you're working and, and the, the thing about building a skiff is when you pour that resin and you start rolling that resin, you've got time right that you've got to get it done. It's not a rush thing. It's just a you know it's kicking off, you've gotta get it done. And you watch glass cloth that's virginal, it's laying there, it's pristine. And as you roll over it, you see it start getting saturated, and it disappears, and it takes on the color of the resin. And by the time you're done, it goes from this raw thing to this integrated thing. Right. As that like a part? It yeah. It turns into something. Yeah, it turns into a yeah, into into the bigger part. Yeah. 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 And And it becomes part mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. everything. So even though I was only there, what? maybe an hour yeah a little while. you know we we cut out some cloth we put it in we made sure it was all and, and and even before you start the resin right it's like you're smoothing it out and was it mark you might you might help me on this i want to say it was maybe even general mattis marine corps general yeah. um you're talking Mad Dog, yeah, Mad Dog. dog. Oh, yeah, mad he, dog. He, he did a yeah. talk, and 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 if I'm wrong, hey, jarheads, get mm. get off my back. I'm just uh, I'm trying to give some credit <laughs> credit to jarheads. There there was there was a general, and I think it was Mattis that talks about how if you start out your day, and if and if you start your day by getting out of your rack and you make your bed. Oh, I've it's, seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you know. And, and that's what I'm talking about. It was like, you know, you, you've accomplished something. Something. Right, right. And then accomplish something else. And, and when we were cutting the mat and putting the mat in that mold, we were taking care to put it in. And it was like, as you ran your hand across it, it was like, it was a cool morning out. So you're running your hands across this mat. And it's kind of cool to the touch. And you're spreading it out. and You're getting all the wrinkles out. And it, it felt like getting up. Making your bed it's like, and then the next step is to put the resin in and roll it in. I went to military boarding school young um during seventh and eighth grade. And we had to make our beds and our rooms got inspected. Our beds had to be made a very particular yeah. way. It was a six and four, um, six Ooh, t- inches of t- sheet. T- Tennessee way? Uh, up in up outside of Charlottesville, Virginia, okay. uh, in a little town, Crozet, the mm-hmm. Miller School of Albemarle. Um, so, six inches of bottom sheet were exposed, and then we had this wool like military style oh, wool yeah. blanket, oh. and the the top sheet was folded with four inches yeah. showing. You know, a a dollar bill is six inches long mm-hmm. and four inches wide, right, right. so it's a six and four. And then we had to take the the cover, and it had to be tight. Like t- you bounce a yeah, coin yeah, off. you, yeah, you got to yeah. be able to yep. bounce a quarter off of it. And that's how our day started. We had to get up, get dressed, get into uniform, get a shower, brush your teeth, get into uniform, make our bed, and then we would have formation. Everybody would get you know report in formation. Everybody present and accounted for. And then we would march literally about between a quarter and a half a mile from the dormitory to Old Main. And inside Old Main is where the dining hall was. We'd have breakfast. Then we went to um, two or three classes, probably three. At the end of the third class, we got a break. We all went back to the dormitory. Made sure... Everything's already done, but you're making sure it's done done right because after, oh, yeah. Yeah. after we were when we left to go back to class, we had another class and then lunch after lunch, we had one class, and when we came back, there would be a um, clipboard with every room with your name on it. And whether you passed inspection or not, if you if you got gigged for something, yeah. the demerit for what you got gigged for was there. And whether you passed inspection or not meant whether you, after dinner that evening, had to help clean the dining hall or not. So if you were able to nail it and not get a demerit, you didn't have to do dining hall duty nice so uh, oh. yeah yeah so yeah. so like there was incentives all day long to get your shit done get it done right yeah. and um uh, yeah i've digressed so fucking right. far but anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know putting the mat in yeah. I, I literally uh, on some level was like god this is like fucking making the bed yeah, at yeah. miller you know yeah. and, and and then you know it's like there's some mowing the grass. Yeah. Everything about it is—it's a process that's leading to a successful completion.
3: That's right. exactly. And and there's this week with that project has been like the like fulfilling. New, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a yeah. like a first new week of you know something completely new or completely different. Exciting. It's yeah. It's, I've done it every bit of it before. Right. But not in this particular. Capacity, You know, not this week, not on this boat. So it's, there's stuff in that boat that we've done that is, I would say, non-consequential. Right. It's not going to make the boat float or not float. Right. It's not going to make the boat light or not light. But the next thing that I do, I'm lined up. I'm ready to go. Right. The edges are round, not sharp, so when I go to put some fiberglass on it, it's not going to blow a little bubble right there. I'm not going right. to screw it around. You know, and, and everything, there's a lot of unseen stuff that I think is probably like the beauty of that particular project is going to be very, like, inner. So there's a lot of stuff. that well, What you're describing is the craft right? of yeah. building the boat. And it, it, it may or may not be like a personal enjoyment kink. Or something, you know right. what I mean? And my, I don't know if it makes any sense as to do it as a living, or or if it makes any sense as the end user, right? And it's something that you know I'll text with Casey a little bit. Hey, you know this is going in today. This we're doing this, we're doing that, and and she's like, cool, cool, cool. You know, take your time. She got a boat to kind of fill in, right. so, To uh-huh. keep running trips, and you know, take your time. And, you know, whatever. And I'm like, cool. I'll talk to you later. Um, you know, I don't know if she's like. Does this make... I don't give a shit. <laughs> or, I, you know, I don't know. She's probably like, oh, man, I want to... I kind of want to show her in person. Right. As weird as all this stuff is and as weird as, like, the picking and poking and messing around and whatever, I want to be able to point at it with her in front of me. Right. Just kind of see the reaction on her face, like, dude, check this out. This back little corner back here, that's not going anywhere. Right. Right. That's never going to be weird water. There's we beveled this. Yeah, we yeah. did whatever. Yeah. You know. So it's, it's definitely fun. Wilds is here for, it's been kind of an extended weekend. I think yeah, he's been he here spent, Thursday. Yeah, he's been yeah. here most of the week. I think he was at maybe at the shop. Today's
1: Saturday. I fished, I fished with him it was yesterday Thursday. and Thursday. So he actually, yeah, he drove down Wednesday. He drove down Wednesday because so I, he he yeah. went and stopped
3: and saw you guys, There's, and then he and I went and fished, yeah. and then he went and surfed. He he had a look at it, and and we were enjoying both enjoying just the fact that we do things quite a bit different. But like he was excited about some of the stuff that I do, and I was like, again, kind of sheepish about some of the differences between the processes and stuff that we do. And he was appreciative of you know, oh man, like that you're spending a lot of time and effort and, and focus on something that I don't think of as much. Right. You know, where I'm like, Oh man, this, you know, his and this respect, but I would say, uh, you know, uh,
1: at the level that you guys are both building boats, it's more of a, it's not a production situation. No, no, no. Yeah. It's uh, your artisans, Right. And uh, Van Gogh did things way differently than Picasso. Right. Yeah. So did did they both generate masterpieces? Absolutely. Right. But the process was different
3: for all of them. Yeah. For all of yeah. them. For all of them. So it was um, neat to having somebody else coming in and being like, "Oh man, I you know I don't I haven't done it like that. You should. I, this is the way I do this next part that you're about to come up with. Right. Look up this." putty look up this thing resin whatever it may be you know and it was like this kind of it was it was just kind of neat to be on that like level and uh and part of it's uh kind of uncharted that's a really very cool part where it's like man it's been a long time i've been kind of messing around with this stuff forever i'm like hey ben it's pretty fucking real (laughs) now hey ben (laughs) What do you think we should do next? <laughs> <laughs> thinking back, thinking back, thinking back. I've done this. Well, what what would make sense to do next, Ben? It's because uh, this we've never done this. Neither of us have done this boat in this shop in this week, yeah, in This way and in this how, yeah.
2: It's kind of cool. I was telling Carl so, you know, it's pretty neat to. I mean, it's Saturday. We started on this thing. I mean, it's. I got involved on wednesday with this boat well saturday the week before so let's call it a solid week of doing things to it and i was like dude we just took cloth that you can breathe through and see through yeah and we put some glue on it and it's a freaking boat that we could like pop out and float right now
0: Mm
3: -hmm. right
2: like obviously not for all
3: intents and purposes if it (laughs) flooded it would we could float out out. we'd
2: be safe yeah
0: like (laughs)
2: it's crazy and I can't even it's so cool to look down and be like i've I freaking helped build this oh like,
3: i've spent way more time than i think i should have like hold on a second yeah looking looking, looking at looking, looking, it looking yeah. looking looking mm-hmm. looking looking this way looking that way looking this way i'm like that looks good that looks good mm-hmm. okay that looks good what's next what's that you know it's just it's just a really fun creative project man i think uh i don't know so everybody should go do it. All right. So, <laughs> so, outcast boat works. Outcast no, boat works. And uh, have
1: we decided on a
3: model? This one's the Lagoon 16. The Lagoon 16. Mm-hmm. All right. As it's a shallower, it's a shallower model. It's a smaller model. It's it's about, you know, plus or minus and and hips or buster. Height or weight or whatever. <laughs> what? It's about like a whip ray. Okay. Give or take. If you ironed them both out, they'd be about the same. Um, same kind of power ish. Old whip ray. Okay. Not like a weird heavy motor seventy horsepower newer. new, no. Yeah. It's it would be like pretty similar to um, It'd be pretty similar to yours, Larry. My take on it was. New, new. I guess a new age one, defi- of yours.
1: Definitely a lengthwise, definitely like the whip ray, the 16, Waterman 16. Mm. But I felt like it was probably between a whip ray and beam
3: and a, a glade skiff. So, yeah, beam like forward would be whip ray. Uh-huh. In the transom, like it it tapers a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. So like at the waterline in the transom, it'd be a little bit narrower back there. Um kind of a weird, it's just a different shape going forward. So this one will roll over a little bit like a, um like a sport fisher or something. It's okay. Got this uh, okay. where Kinda yours throws is it the out. other yeah. way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and and yours in- incorporates a spray rail right. to make the width this one kind of flares flares forward. I got you. Like, I guess maybe a uh, dolphin-ish type or, thing. Or, like or if we're talking it. sport boats, like uh, an Albemarle yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. Like the exactly. old North
0: Carolina bow. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just,
3: yeah. So it'll have that kind of, like, it'll kick it down kind of naturally, I think. But super shallow, small, um, lightweight, and... You know, I think overall, for all intents and purposes and uses sixteen whip ray watermen Oh yeah. You yeah, know, I would of, say performance-wise yeah, for sure. Yeah. That would be like what the like end fishing ground will be when you make a cast off one boat or the other. Right. You'd probably be around the same place. One's not gonna be in the middle of the Atlantic and one in the <laughs>
0: Right, <laughs> right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but the uh, yeah it's just been a, it's been really rewarding. It's been really fun. Um, and w- we were talking with wild's two or maybe the third show back. yeah not, a not few shows. yeah it's easier to yeah. seems like few man shows I, back. I would you know i I would change five things between this boat and next boat right I already like know what he's talking about uh-huh like, and I think with with this process as we're kind of sorting it out. It's not so much, it's not what or how, it's more like a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, oh, you know, if I did this a little bit different, I'd get the exact same whatever it is, whatever uh-huh. I'm doing, but I wouldn't have to trim it twice. I wouldn't have to glue it twice. I wouldn't have to do this twice. You know, so there's things so, that I would so it's modify. More a, it's more of a, in order to affect the process. Right. You can change. Right. And uh, there's some things that are, you know, kind of non-consequential to the to the actual product, but are consequential, like, that I have to measure it two or three times now, because it's the first time I'm cutting it. Right. And, like, next time, I have that figure. You know what I mean? I can, I can uh, for keep sure. going. Yeah. Know? So there's some things like that, and I can feel that kind of, you know, even though the product is perfected the process is not so it's kind of cool of a learning learning changing thing you know sure it's 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 just been just fantastically rewarding for sure so ben be honest Mm -hmm. carl's not here to hear you
2: (laughs) is he hard to work for absolutely worst no uh it's it's pretty cool like we work hard but it doesn't feel like we're working hard. We're just, we're like, it's it's almost like recording, like sitting there cutting up, making jokes, doing things, and working really well as a team. And like we kind of, I don't feel like he, no, he's not hard to work with. And maybe one day, but so far, no, it's been, it's been right. awesome. That that was a good answer. I just
1: <laughs> I, I, I just got a oh, I gotta make it. I gotta I, t- hold on, hold on. T- I just HR. I just got a <laughs> I just got an Instagram message from Casey Bones because she follows me. I uh, follow her, uh, and uh, <clears throat> she actually wanted to know, Ben, do you wear the food grade beard um, device that keeps your beard hair out of her skiff? <laughs> <Out> of her. <laughs> because she's concerned about the additional weight of all the man beard hairs first off that are
2: falling off not that heavy um second off ancient irish scottish blessing says boat builders beard hair makes floaty skiff right um <laughs> there's, a, there's a jig you dance with that yeah exactly the um no i do wear a respirator occasionally uh but that's about it i don't I haven't seen Carl, have you seen any stray beard hairs floating through there? No, but I've been
3: looking for them. They're extra. Exactly. Is like, What's the
2: weight ratio between right. beard hair and fiberglass shaving? I bet it's not that much. Probably not much.
1: So, um, when I was there earlier this week, um, when I left, I met my dear lovely bride and we went and did uh, lunch down on Canal Street. And... When I hopped out and walked into an establishment that had tile floors. You're sliding a little. I almost <laughs> fell down. Yeah. And I'm like, the fuck? I haven't had my beer with lunch yet. Right. So what's going on, <laughs> right? And I look at the bottom of the flip flops. <laughs> and I have glass yeah, like yeah, really yeah. across the bottom. <laughs> so uh, that brings me to the question, Ben.
2: How... <laughs> how much taller are much, you? How much, <laughs> how much glass have you worn home <laughs> so far this week? Believe it or not, less than I thought. Um I smelled it in my car. I can smell it in that. my car. Yeah. 3 days in a row. I can smell it in my car nowhere else, but I get in my car and I'm like, <sighs> "Yeah, I'm a freaking boat builder, baby." Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it like. I don't know what it Glass. is about
3: that. If we're walking in it, if we're just around it too much, but I get well, in the, the car and it's closed, and I'm like,
2: it's like that resin uh, smell. Yeah, and I'm well, like, these are why these are the shoes are... I've worn all week. Well, for. Yeah, yeah. So there's a pretty good little patch on there. Patch there, yeah. but compared to his shoe, he <laughs> yeah. had like a wedge. He, we were at the pizza place for lunch, and it's got tile floor, and he <laughs> almost <laughs> goes sliding, <laughs> yeah. and he's like trying to s- scrape. <laughs> shoes off on the sidewalk because there's zero That's traction. how I was walking going yeah. the,
1: and, and Chan's like,
3: what is wrong with you? And I'm like, just trying to
1: get the bottom of my shoes. you kind of like, of s- like sock,
3: like socks on
2: tile skating. uh uh-huh. like Kind of the half yeah. skating <laughs> thing, yeah. I feel like it's not going to be very long before I'm like, okay, I carry two pairs of shoes in my <laughs> truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one for, uh... One for work. work, And, and one I ditch when we go places because it's, it's going to get zoppity for sure. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, um... You know, one of the other things that we're going to be talking about here coming up soon. Is, oh, let's uh, talk about real
3: quickly. Yeah, I'd like to thank the Drake family. Uh, yes, protective clothing company for sure. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We Wilds brought us some awesome, like just crazy smock things that his dad had made for some company at some for point. Smithfield. Oh, oh Smithfield, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For the ham, the ham
1: guys. Yeah. Right? Yes
2: big old bundles of stuff that he brought in for us and that was really that was actually really awesome <laughs> they've saved a couple yeah. shirt like well you commented when you were there when i rolled up and hit my shirt you're like huh first to many yeah it doesn't matter now because we have these drake, PPE, drake has these PPEs, smocks dude. that roll up we'll we'll send pictures it's, it's pretty sexy stuff mm-hmm. well um, you know since we're busy thanking
1: folks mm-hmm. let's go ahead and make sure And just say thanks to everybody that's been listening to the podcast along the way. For sure. That has actually bought stickers and, you know, supported us in that regard. Because when we're talking about, you know, eating with, you know, the Traeger and... The beers that we're drinking, you guys are helping support this show, yep. making that possible, and we really appreciate it um, very, very shortly. That's the production cost. Probably hmm. before the next episode drops, not this one, but the next one, uh, fly patches um, are coming oh, yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we so excited. Uh, hope that uh, plenty of folks will want those, and...
2: If you want one, you better jump on it because there's only going to be so many of them. Fellas, think about this. And ladies, this is your opportunity to raise, I don't want to say raise awareness because it has negative connotations lately, but stick a Taylor Popper one there. Start your own. Give one, take one. I'm t- doing it in Melbourne with the Taylor Popper so other fly fishermen can see it. Be like, what's this about? Check it out. Even if they're in
3: fly shops. I thought thought maybe like, yeah. Like on the front door of a fly shop.
1: Yeah. For sure. For sure. You know, when they have
3: a fly tying night, they'll do boop, boop, boop. boop." Oh, yeah. They'll be going through this crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a really, really, really cool thing. For sure.
1: All right. Well, uh, we're probably going to start looking at taking a break here sometime soon. And, uh, Maybe not. I don't know. It's going. It's going. You're hearing it? No. No. (laughs) It says. It's playing. It's playing. Well, it'd probably help if I did the correct channel. What do you think (laughs) about that? Oh. There we
5: go. Need to find a place in the middle of beyond. Will I tell you, little angel? You'll never know I'm gone. of the tree. Versus this Joyce's Doc thing,
2: and then Samba, where's your outrage over Watch
5: for me walking down that big open road? If I don't pay attention, I'll be a slave to my mind. Don't need to wait for all my stars to align. Still with
1: and we're back so uh earlier we were talking about it's spring break here in florida which means mark you uh got on a big old boat and went somewhere didn't you to the bahamas
4: and uh it was a family trip yeah so it wasn't you know anything fishing or but i did bring the rod along
1: yeah um So, uh, were you guys down to uh, Freeport or Nassau? Nassau. Nassau. Nassau, New Providence. Yep.
4: So, we went, and uh, I didn't get a chance to fish there. I said it was family, so we did the whole town thing. Did you? We did.
1: Did you go to? You went to Fish Fry? We went over to Fish Fry.
4: Nice. Uh, You know, they were kind of shocked that... I kind of knew...
3: That you made it over there and you knew what to knew ask what to for Yeah, knew what to that. ask yep. for because,
4: you know, I just got a taxi and take me to Fish Fry. Oh, you sure? You sure? Hell yeah. 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 You know, I want some crack conk mm-hmm. and, you know, conk salad. All right. And I forget the name of the little bodega or yeah, yeah. whatever you call it. Shack, shanty.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and but, they are shanties. Right, yeah. Which is what makes Fish Fry so fucking awesome. And...
3: If I didn't, you got to look for something corrugated.
4: Yes, <laughs> <If there's> something
3: <laughs> cardboard, metal, fiberglass. There was plastic, some chicken wire, Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: I, I filled up on conch. Oh I, man, I, I, I could my weight. I just heard in this week.
3: There's is there some something going on with they're thinking about limiting sizing something conch because well in the Bahamas. Okay, so in the
1: Bahamas. Um, over the last couple of decades, if not longer, um, conch has been overfished. And, and I think, so here, what is it? In the Keys. King, King conch is like queen conch. Queen, queen conch. You cannot possess it at no. all. At all. But uh-uh.
3: Open there. So that's where we get ours. That's too.
1: where we get ours. Yeah. So, okay. So in the Bahamas, uh, historically, they were everywhere, right? So they started going out, and people like Mark, who are the problem, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> enjoy crack conch, conch salad, yeah. mm-hmm. conch uh, fritters. It, it's like um, the Bahamian forest gump. Um, mm-hmm. If it's conch, they like it. Mm-hmm. Conch chowder. Mm-hmm. But um, what happened was it became a means of supporting families. Um, a, a way of life. Right. So just like any God-fearing American, the God-fearing Bahamians would go, and as quickly as they could get to the conch grounds, they would start collecting them conch and bringing them back. And the next year, they would have to go a little further to get conch and then a little further to get conch and a little further out to get conch. And now, like, when they go out to get conch, they literally get on a big boat that has to go way out. Like, the conch grounds have become so far from the islands, right? And part of the reason that that happened was they didn't have an understanding of what a truly life cycle of the life cycle. And they didn't understand the mature conch versus what wasn't. So there's no slot basically, but there is, there is now, and I don't think it's a regulation per se, Uh but if you look at a conch shell, the width of the opening that, that front part of the shell if it's not a certain width, because it's a shell, so the right. longer a shell, the older a shell is, the thicker the shell becomes, right? right? So that lip where the the conch comes out of, the lip there, uh-huh. if it's not of a certain size, it's not reached sexual maturity, and it can't reproduce. So they're trying to educate, and maybe, and, and I'm talking a year, two years Back, I I really looked and and read up on this a lot. Um, There was a big push where they were trying to educate the conch fishermen over there that, look, yes, you can go out and you can find conch, and they look to be the size that you can harvest and bring back, and yes, you're going to make money, but if you continue to get these conch with the shell that has a really thin shell at the... Yeah, yeah. At the open At the opening, yeah. Then you're, you're really screwing yourself because next year you're going to have to go further out because you're killing all the conch that... Like, you're not leaving any conch right. that, that can sustain
3: the fishery. So that seems like a... and, and It's just it's made, overfished. Yeah, it it's just, overfished. It seems like a proper, I don't know what it would be, 8, 10, 12-inch long conch. Like, more right. that you would mm-hmm. actually harvest. That seems like it would take... A few oh, no. years, yeah. man, and, and, like. and, and they make.
1: What happens is they get to that size, but then once they get to that size, then maybe they don't get bigger; they just get more robust.
5: Oh, like or thicker. thicker shell. The, the shell yeah, becomes yeah, yeah. thicker,
1: so that that leading edge of that opening mm-hmm. becomes thicker and thicker and thicker. And it's however many years it takes to get there. Then they become sexually mature, and then they can they can breed.
3: Right. And so they're killing them before they ever get there. They can, get to they can be whatever that is. That ten inches, you can have a ten inch right. one that's not, and then you can have another ten inch one that that is because has a thicker that shell. Thicker shell.
0: Right,
3: yeah, 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 the age or and, whatever. And you know, just if, the growth of the shell seems like it takes forever if, to well, me, like if ten years. If you've been
1: to the Bahamas, you know, especially like if you went out back mm-hmm. from where you were at Fish Fry and looked over the seawall there's mounds and mounds and of, mounds of conch shell yeah. okay. where where they take a hammer and they break the tip
5: to release, release the, the suction, suction yeah. Yeah. so they can
1: pull the actual conch meat out of it, the, mm-hmm. the animal yeah. out. Um, so I know, I know that, uh, you know, they're working on it. They're they're trying to educate the folks that, that live over there that, you know, you have to be a little bit more cognizant and aware of mm-hmm. what you're harvesting and we are i am um part of the problem i love Mm -hmm. um you know crack conk um is named that for very good reason because it's just like crack cocaine i can't fucking Mm -hmm. get enough of it (laughs) yeah um you know even even when i go for sushi i like um sashimi conk i love it Mm -hmm. fucking delicious so um Anyway, you, you got to go to the Bahamas. So yep. you white devil, conch eater.
4: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's no yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Were you <laughs> ask did you ask, is this a sustainably uh, sourced conch that I'm about to eat?
2: Free range conch.
4: No, it was can your shanty sustain my belly?
3: Right. <laughs> there you
4: go. Is, right. You know what I was yeah. looking at. But um
3: How much of this you got? <laughs> is the first one free
1: right yeah they know that they're they know they've got a, a live one when mark or somebody like mark sits down and says mm-hmm. keep bringing it till til i tell you to stop <laughs> right. that's it yeah that's it yeah.
4: and uh so yeah i didn't get fish in uh nassau even though our friend jimmy
1: yeah he yeah, really
4: you, did me a solid and you know pointed out some of his spots that uh-huh. he knows and everything so thank you um so yeah, that was just the family day and everything. Then we set sail to uh, Stirrup Cay, okay. Which I guess the cruise line calls it Coco, Coco Key. Yep, or uh,
1: probably K. K. Yeah, yeah,
4: and uh, you know that's where the adventure really began. Uh-huh. And, and you know, however many's on the cruise ship, and you know I'm. Coming off with a fly rod tube and a fly box, and just making my way around, I'm seeing a few things. I don't know what I'm looking for. Right? You know, I've heard the stories, and I happen upon a few, and didn't make the connection. But there were some double-digit bonefish.
1: Now, I guess the the. Staff, oh, with the uh, the the cruise line that that are making sure that you, sir, are having a fantastic cruise experience. Were they down with you having the fly rod? So the the first spot I hit, there was a floating bar.
4: Okay, on the flat, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful flat, sand, little turtle grass, I'm I'm score, sure I need to be I score yeah. beer and. So I did that for a little bit, and the guy came out, and you know, whatever nation he was from was kind of yelling at me. and So I walked down. There's a you,
1: lot of jokes about that. Did, did, you not <laughs> like, have, did you not have the talk with him about the customer's always right? All right? I would have had that talk.
4: No, he was serving me beer, so I didn't yeah. want
1: to. Which, which I have to tell <laughs> you, you midweek or early, early to midweek, you texted the group text. A photo early in the morning, um, having a beer.
3: Yes. And I have to give We're you in it. the same time zone. So that was
1: really... <laughs> yeah, bad. that was, was, yeah, was... Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it was and, morning.
3: <laughs> and and tip of the
1: cap, because you were not holding on to a Kalik, you were drinking a Sands. Sands, right. And, and I was going to tell you before you left, fuck Kalik, I want to see a Sands in your hand, because... It is way, a way better beer. It is. You and, were dialed in. I loved it.
4: And you know, after being there and seeing what they had, they make fruit beers, Calick, and
3: you yeah. know, it's and, you know, you well, I got a lot okay. of dumb Americans. Okay, that are so there. man. Right. they could sell
1: whatever. So anytime I see somebody being like, "Oh man, I love Kalik Gold," I'm like, <laughs> "You sir." would be scorned and fucking yeah. put in the corner by April Vokey because you are a fucking fraud. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing you're authentic phony. about you.
4: And you could get that look from the staff when you order a sands. Like, oh, this dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah. All right.
3: Yeah. Like a, you get like a little wink.
4: Right. They're, they're <laughs> like, you're one of us. <laughs> All right. All right I, I got I get you. it. But yeah. So I made my way away from the floating bar with a couple <laughs> beers in hand. And found another spot beautiful grass seeing sharks and you know whatever other little fish are out there well it happened to be in front of private cabanas no excuse the me. rich po- excuse me, weren't sir. Happy. Yeah. yeah yeah so I pick up and move along and see more fish cast at them nothing there was not one bonefish caught, but well, you saw a few, quite a few. Nice, and it wasn't on some secluded flat in the me- It was a resort island, mm-hmm. right? Right. <laughs> you know, and they were right there, mm-hmm. and you know, you had people thinking they were sharks and <clears throat> barracudas and. All types of... And it was... I had more enjoyment watching the people run from the fish... (laughs) Right. ...that could do them no harm... Mm -hmm. ...than,
1: you know, catching a fish. Well, you know, it's interesting. So, I've been to Freeport, and uh, on the south shoreline of Freeport, um, there's, you know, every 150 yards, there's another, you know, little bar, Mm -hmm. and tons of families on the beach and everybody's having a good time and my buddy Jason and I we went over there and we literally walked the beach and just like you're talking about you know you would have to like go around the Bahamian family that's Mm -hmm. like swimming swimming having a good fucking time you know it's just a normal like fucking Friday afternoon Saturday afternoon to them they're at the beach And you're, like, looking, trying to make sure you don't hook, you know, the kid on a back cast because there's literally a bonefish, like, you know, 100 feet from the family. So, uh, you know, whether you're on some remote um, trip with, uh, you know, in Abaco and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, your good friend. Oh, Mr. Oliver White. Mr. Oliver White has... uh, you know, spirited you off to the middle of nowhere and you're in this idyllic setting. Those same bonefish actually like going by the beach bar too.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've definitely caught my West Coast adventures. Uh, like Sanibel Captiva, you can smell the suntan oil on the people oh, yeah. behind you and have a snook on. Yeah. A yeah. Big, nasty, like gonna take a photos for my buddies. Right. On, and there's you know, all the Sun Bay, there's all the uh, volleyball, and all the you know, did, did
1: anybody see kid? uh, Justin Souter's uh, Instagram stories the last couple days? Looks like he's down in Sanibel,
3: yeah, he's mm-hmm. messing around yep. on the beach. And, and stuff. I was like, yeah. dude,
1: I'm seeing it, I'm like, like yep. where's that snook picture? Yep. Come on, brother, yep. show it to me. Yep.
3: That's that's prime, prime territory, man. yes, yeah, absolutely. Now, now the one thing and Larry you
4: spot the bonefish yeah you see it uh huh and then the son of a bitch disappears oh yeah right yeah, yeah. you're like
3: look at that silver coloring where the hell did, the did it sand? go gone gone yeah goes
1: to the flats baby my my advice is always been when you go the most important moment of bone fishing. Is the release? People are like, "What do you mean? The most important part's the release." When you release a bonefish, you watch it swim away until you can no, like legit, no longer see it. And the reason you do it is because it gives you experience in seeing it. Uh, At long distance, it trains your eye eye because you want to be able to see it in the opposite direction. Because when you first go, you have this picture in your mind. You hear, you know, ghost of the flats, you know, and all this stuff, and you're actually kind of surprised when you see one for the first time over white sand that they have the green bars on their back. You're like. What the fuck is that? I can that? see that. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, holy shit, that's a fucking bonefish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's as they're getting closer up. But so, if you have the opportunity to bonefish and you're new to it, or even an old hand at it, which I'm not, I've I've bonefished a a few times. Watch the fucking fish swim away because. You're training your eye to see what is that fish going to look like at that maximum distance, yeah. because it really is in that setting important because it's completely clear water. You're talking knee deeper, oh yeah, less that you're going to be waiting in, and you need you need to have the advantage. Um, I picked up on. Um, doing DIY trips that a lot of times if you can see them far enough away um, sometimes they're going the same direction you're waiting sometimes they're coming at you but instead of hunkering down and taking a shot when they get there if you can see them far enough away especially in the Bahamas or probably anywhere that bonefish swim you're dealing with a trade wind and the wind might not be ideal but if you can see them far enough away You can start flanking that fish to put yourself in a position so that you know when the intercept occurs, you've got yourself to a position where the wind's not fucking you. It's actually helping you. And once I had that moment, that aha moment where I'm like, instead of trying so fucking hard to cast into this fucking stiff breeze that's fucking me up, I would be like oh there's a fish all right i see a fish maybe maybe it tailed for a second and now okay now i see it now it's moving and i'm able to move on the clock around to get the wind where i would prefer it or at least better than casting straight into it now i'm doing a quartering or a downwind yeah. shot to it and it simplifies everything reduces the pressure that i'm putting on myself that was when
3: I was able to step up my bonefish game. Yeah, I think it is like a weird, if you know what you're looking for. I've had people like, right there, man, right there. And you're like, I don't see it. I'm pretty good at seeing fish. I don't see it. I don't see it. And then when you focus in on it, the rest of the day, you're banging. Yeah. Yeah. You're banging, banging, banging. I mean, offshore, whatever it, is, it might be looking for birds or some shit like that. Once you you have to see it, you have to watch it for a minute, and just and then you recognize just it. Just train in, then just you recognize. It. Oh yeah, you can yeah. you can pick up,
1: man. So Wilds and I mm. fished uh, twice in the last so many days, and yesterday we fished in the afternoon, and we literally had one of those days that makes you question why the fuck you do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was also a really cool day because Carl, what you just said made me think of it. When you know what you're looking for and especially in the sight fishing game where the guy on the back of the boat has to communicate to the guy on the front of the boat and you have to get on the same page to know where the fish is, the distance... Wilds and I have not fished a ton together, but yesterday we absolutely were sharing a brain. It was fucking rad. So like he was spotting fish that after like the interaction with that fish, I would be like, holy fuck, man, I can't believe you even saw that fish because he was seeing them way far out. But then he was also able to, Get me dot, and I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck yeah, I see it. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. And we were making shots, and we made so fucking <laughs> many good shots. And we were switching out. He had shots, I had shots. There was a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda going on that wasn't angler fault. It was just fish that were indifferent as fuck mm-hmm. to what we were doing like you know if i screw a shot up and a fish blows up i'm like all right i screwed up but if i can put a fly in front of a fish and watch the fly go in like literally like across the nose of a fish and the fish just be like
3: Oh no, it's not there interested. Like, just, yeah.
1: yeah, completely, like, it's not even there. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it may as well have been a ghost. Right. And just keep swimming, and it's like, what What did I do wrong? And then, like, lay it right back down and be like, yeah, that, I mean, like, it was the weirdest day, but at the end of the... It's what keeps us coming back. There you go. Yeah. And, and that's what, I mean, don't get me wrong, uh, we were pretty dejected by the end of the day. Of course. Um. We We actually... Um, I don't know, I can't remember it, who came up with it, but it was like a whoopee cushion, just that.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. So somebody <laughs> it, mentioned, was, it was oh, the- man, I feel like a balloon with the air let out. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. just like a whoopee cushion, just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just it, it was the most deflating, defeated, shitty, stinking fucking feeling again and again and again and you know the lagoon taketh away Mm. but it also gives you a little bit of hope Mm -hmm. and i was on the bow the last the last trip through a a, a fishy area and there it was a redfish right on the shoreline happy redfish like not really tailing but like almost in that tailing orientation like swimming along like definitely fucking on the hunt I put a fucking shot right in front of it the fly actually sinks right down I like bump it the fish does a little like fucking look and then turns and swims the fuck away from it like doesn't spook it just like looks at it and goes not today (laughs) no and that was like number 12 or Eighteen or whatever it was, and like inside, and and Wildton, and I didn't even speak of it, like at the moment. But inside, I was like, "Fuck this place! <laughs> Fuck this place!" <laughs> we used to have a really and, weird, and, and, and literally, we we pulled for maybe another two, three hundred yards, and I said, "Well." I think we're just gonna have to fucking accept the skunk and fucking call it yeah. a day. And Wild said, "Yeah, pretty much figured that on that last fish." Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> yeah.
0: like you know,
1: he was cool enough yeah. not to fucking say it yeah. when it happened, but I, I had already <laughs> yeah. fucking said it, and and he had said it so many fish ago, and I'd probably said it so many
3: fish ago. But you know, you keep pushing for a few fish. I mean, your your last fish could have been the one. The, yeah. The day yeah. To, well, well yeah. okay,
1: so rewind three four hours earlier we were having a tough day okay eh, having mm-hmm. a tough day mm-hmm. big deal that's right. why we do it we right. like a tough day right and we'd had a couple that like actually showed interest to mm-hmm. the point that we were like oh shit right you know what happened there I fucking did, yeah I saw the gills flare Ugh. but then like it slowly began eating away right you know the confidence fucking you know and at some point, we were both like, fuck these fish. We're not leaving until we catch one. Like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, all mm-hmm. confident and <laughs> cocky. And then on that last fish, it was like... You made the promise. You know what? Fuck it, dude. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to have to fucking... Right. do. we just got skunked. Right. And we saw, we saw somebody while we were on the water. We only saw one other skiff the whole day that we were out there. And... There was definitely two sports. Um they were utilizing the sticker clad bucket and they were fishing and we had that conversation where I was like, you know, that dude um routinely will be like so and so from Colorado just came into town and you know, tore it up and got first trip into the salt, mm-hmm. eight redfish today on the fly and i'm like hmm. Wild, am i fucking doing it really that wrong because <laughs> like honestly i can count on like one hand maybe two the number of times i've ever gotten into those kind of numbers right and i see this shit on instagram and i'm starting to say bullshit i do know like <laughs> is it bullshit or, or or do i just like have some kind of weird perception and think that like it's tougher than it really is and I'm just a shitty angler and don't get it? Because it's weird, man. You see it over and over and you're like, wait, I was out today. How the fuck? I mean, I know the lagoon's a fairly big place. They could have been five, six, seven, eight miles away, but is it that different? I mean, I see fly shop owners that, that never go out and get skunked. Every fucking day is... Sunshine, unicorns, and
3: fucking rainbows. And I'm like, how the fuck does that happen? I noticed, uh, I've noticed that before. Uh, How does it happen? No names, (laughs) not local people either. Right. But like when it's shitty enough here, you know it's shitty in the southeastern United States. I mean, shitty. Right. Cold and this huge weather system's coming through, and they happen to be out and it's fucking summertime. Because everybody's in shorts uh-huh. and T-shirts and the sun shining. There's a bunch of big happy fish on the boat. And I'm like, oh, man, we killed it this weekend. That ain't this weekend. You, st- <laughs> you, you stacking clips. Dude, yeah. You yeah. stacking yeah. clips. Dude, that's that's not this weekend. Right. I'm no dummy. Right. Kind of. But, like, either way. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's cold. I talk to people Back over in Tampa,
0: mm-hmm.
3: there's people in Jacksonville. I just talked to there's people in South Carolina. I just talked to there's you know, there's people in Miami. I just talked to it's shitty everywhere. There's the sun ain't shining on you today, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Larry. I think there is.
1: You think there's a little uh sleight of hand, yeah?
3: Going on? There's a like a little bit of like some trickery as a foot. a little bit of. What do they say when you get like a card up your sleeve? Little, don't get
1: don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not
3: throwing shade on anybody else's
1: ability to go find fish Mm-mm. because I'll be honest with you. I've it, been out fish before. Believe me or not, it ain't it ain't hard to go find the fish out here. Um, you and I were just talking earlier where Wilds and I had the fucking full on field goal kick to the
3: nuts. I thought you guys were we, saying you, you couldn't see them no, you no, couldn't no. find him. And oh, I'm like, fuck. okay, so you just, it's no, just a, a we were, game of numbers. We, just, no, you right. were not where they were. were. Not where they were. No, that No, we were on yeah. them and they were like, fuck you. That was the first thing I thought of. Them. I'm like, man, I mean, you guys have casted a rod before you pulled a boat for, what's the problem? Did, <laughs> that, the problem usually would be you decided to go to spot A, B, and C. They were at C, and 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 yeah, yeah, were, yeah, were, D- X, and Y. Yeah, No, no, no. We
1: were on them. Um, they just weren't willing to play, but you know, you, you compare that to it's to further. On any given day, I I can go find a redfish in a Mosquito Lagoon. Um, there's a it's a, a not a impossibility, but it's a rare, very rare day that I go out and not see a single fish, right? Let alone you know a, enough to to somehow cobble together a day, right? right? But there's also days where I can say, Hey, uh Ted and I are gonna run out here and go catch a redfish, right. we'll be right back. Twenty minutes later we come back and you guys are like, So what's up? Well we just went and caught a redfish. Right. Like, you know, it can happen that way. Oh yeah. But if I were to say, Yeah, uh, uh Ted and I are gonna go out and catch eight redfish, we'll be we'll be back when we get our eighth fish. Uh. See you in a week, motherfucker. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, it, it's just—I
3: don't know. I've had some of those nights where it's like, you know, or or days. I used to do a lot of a lot of nighttime like snooking and screwing around, and it was like, man, I was trying to lose some sleep. That was way too easy. Right, like the first little stupid creek or a little cut or whatever off the side of the road you go to, boom, boom, boom—they're everywhere, and it's like. I was kind of looking for an adventure, right? And this ain't it. I'm home 30 minutes later, got to see what's on TV and it's going to be a boring night after all. Yeah. I needed uh six spots later and I had to come up with something new and figure something out and it was a whole thing. But uh I mean that's why you that's why you show back up. Well, that's it. I I think I may have even said it the last episode we recorded
1: um I went out on it on a tough conditions day, and I saw a bunch of fish. And when I got back to the ramp, all the local guys here in the trailer park were like, "You went fishing today?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Oh my god!" You know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, "I saw plenty of fish, but fishing by myself, you know, I just wasn't able to." You know. I think it was. Dance. I think it was last podcast day. Yeah. Yeah. And and the day before, and or whatever. So. It's not impossible to go out and see and find fish. But sometimes it's just impossible to make it all happen. Yeah. you got to get reminded once in a while. That. Yeah. But to do it in what our perception is, is doing it right, doing it right, doing it right, doing it right. And not getting the you fucked up reaction. Yeah, yeah. Because when I fuck up and the fish reacts and tells me I fucked up. That's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's part of it. But, like, the way that Wilds and I had to deal with yesterday, <laughs> I even have a hard time saying, well, you know, it's days like that that make the good days even better. No, if, if I had two <laughs> to three days of what I saw yesterday, I'd just fucking quit. I yeah. really would. Yeah. So I, I bass fished today. Yeah. I huh? bass fished in the morning. I bass fished in the afternoon. And I caught the fuck out of some bass.
3: hmm And it was like That's when the when the I was finally able to exhale. Yeah. Yeah. When the when the bass bite's not on you go snooking. When the snook bites not on, you go I used to really, really like plug fishing trout. Really, really light kind of bass tackle stuff. Yeah. Plug fish because it'll come up and a big yellow mouth freaking out. Right. Just bit into nine hooks or whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the, the uh, you know, you gotta, the, there is like a, okay, I'll change gears because, if I stood by that lake anymore and one more mosquito bite oh, and yeah. one more, you know, like missed strike, one more this, one more that, you're just like, ugh. Okay. But if it were that easy, you'd have a lot more company, man. So um,
1: is uh, is it okay to admit that you were scared to the point where you almost tinkled your pants? Little peeps? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, I've been there. It happened to me today. Little little pee? Yeah, like almost a little pee-pee little in the pants. little <laughs> um, <laughs> drip. So, in the last two or three years, here in the neighborhood, um, we've had a change of uh, landscape uh, professionals. And whoever our current landscape professionals
3: are, don't believe in mowing all the way to the water. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about... We went bass fishing one time. You're telling me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So... So now there's about a a three-and-a-half, sometimes as much as six-foot swath, I think swath is a good word, of uh, naturally vegetated area between the maintained lawn and the water's edge. Um, So I chose to do an afternoon session and was out. And so I've got basically manicured lawn. And then abrupt like abrupt. Right. Yeah. Four to five feet of natural vegetation to the water's edge. So I'm standing two or three feet behind that bramble. And I make a cast. <laughs> bramble. And when I make the <laughs> when I make that cast as the fly and everything lands, I step forward so that I'm I'm, you know, nine foot fly rod, I'm like able to like get it over to it and I'm stripping and just as I step forward and I'm starting to strip I hear it and I'm like I I mean it scared the fucking shit out of me I hear the fucking rattle no and I'm like fuck like just like that I'm I'm like fuck and I literally took like two steps back slow and it stopped I was like, motherfucker. I knew that's what I heard. Yeah. And I just took the fucking rod tip and like banged it on the grass, on that high grass, like right in front of me. And, it, and I'm like, wow. Motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. And then I hear it moving. And this little cock sucking black snake <laughs> sticks his head out <laughs> of the fucking grass. But, dude. And he's like, gotcha, didn't I? Yeah.
5: And They're I re- good at it. I
1: reached for my fucking phone so I could take a picture of the little cocksucker that made me pee in my <laughs> pants. Yeah. And because I reached for my camera, yeah. he went and like headed he like. Yeah. What a dude, and, and you're he right, said, Ben. I don't
3: flick over <laughs> his shoulder
1: <laughs> and haul that. ass. That's right. Yeah. And Ben, you're right. And and I knew that going into it that there are non venomous species that have learned.
3: To, to adapt yeah. to uh, as yeah. a defense mechanism, but I think they just shudder their body and the grass makes it. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. exactly
1: it. Yeah. yeah, they, they just buzz their tail, but yeah. it's against the grass. And, yeah. But you know what? That's the first time I've done it where it was like totally unexpected, totally couldn't see could what see it was. It. Yep. Yeah. And it literally, That's what it th- like a, a
3: sneaker, Cause
1: idea. I just stepped forward <laughs> yeah, and it yeah, was like, yeah, 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 I was yeah,
3: like, yeah. here we go. Like and I stepped I, on him. I, okay. Yeah.
1: And, and, and like replaying it right now in my mind, it was that like furled brow. <laughs> mm, uh-huh. Is that what I th- 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 think it is? And it's like, I'm like, no fucking way. Oh, fuck way. And (laughs) (laughs) I step back and it stops. And I'm like looking around like, is this really happening? (laughs) Tap, tap. I'm like, fuck. And and like when it did it the second time, I was like, I was convinced. I was like, I didn't think it was like an Eastern diamondback or anything. I thought it was maybe going to be a pygmy rattler or something like that. And I was like, and then that little silly son of a bitch sticks his mm-hmm. head out of the fucking bushes, right. and I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why yeah. I would let
4: 12 rounds fly, regardless. Hear right. <laughs> the noise. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think
1: they call it a cl-
3: clip dump.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. No <laughs> doubt about
2: yeah. it. Yeah.
0: The, uh... but
3: the, the, I don't know why. Every time I've seen some, like, water moccasin, rattlesnake, any shit like that, it's not really where they're supposed to be. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, like, I got hit by one when I was a kid in my <laughs> finger, in my backyard, but it went through. Hit by what? A rattlesnake. What? Yeah. Dang. But uh, it went through <laughs> my finger and put the poison outside. No shit. Yeah, yeah. It was sick. What? With the <laughs> hospital and everything. Didn't, it, it didn't fuck me up or anything. What? <laughs> oh, So, did... Okay, oh, so. so it was like
4: the snake hanging on.
3: No, no, the, he the, he hit it, and the and the, and the thing fang went, went all through. the way through. It's, wow, the shit and, went out, and there was a little bit. Like when it came back out, yeah, so my finger got all swollen, my hand got all swollen. I was little, like maybe like five or six years old, and we hauled ass to the hospital and everything. Hold on, you, like you should. did, so like, did you guys like kill the snake and keep the snake and bring the snake? No, I was like, fuck <laughs> this, and I hauled okay, it back okay, out. Because yeah.
1: the the fuck that thing is like. So I grew up, like, camping and traveling all over the United States and Canada with my father, camping and going to national parks and provincial parks and mm-hmm. state parks. So, like, just by sheer osmosis, mm-hmm. like, you know, you have this base of knowledge, and it's always, like, you know, a poisonous snake. You get bit, if at all possible, be able to, like, identify, get the, yeah. identify mm-hmm. the snake. You're right. So like you know a lot of times oh well I knew what it was from Boy Scouts
3: so uh, oh, well Cub Scouts probably there you back go then. okay yeah, yeah, so yeah. You, you knew what yeah. it was and you're like yeah so mm-hmm. how did you how did you end up like so I hauled ass in the house man and I was like no 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 Mother. no 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 hold on back up back up back up
4: back up <laughs> oh. so you're doing playing with and the my parents team. were like
3: where did you know, like learn that word how did
0: how,
3: <laughs> how did you how did you encounter the snake to begin with um. There was a trying to get the snake tremor badge. Yeah, <laughs> there was a merit badge. <laughs> there was an Indian man on
0: it with a flute. A
3: no, I was just out in my backyard, and I, there was a believe it or not a toolbox that I was like messing around with. We have we had like a bitchin' tree fort. Uh huh. My dad was a builder, so I had like a bitch and tree fort, mm-hmm. and I was messing around there, whatever. And there was I think it fell out of the tree fort. It was like in uh like a mulch area in the backyard. Kind it wasn't sunny. That was the the part where it shouldn't have really been there. Right. So I think I I went down and either grabbed it, kicked it, went to get it, whatever. <laughs> and and I remember reaching down and being like, What the pow? And I'm like And that's when you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. So Yeah, I just I mean that that part was real quick. Called ass the house and my check that out. <laughs> my hand starts swelling up and everything. Went to the hospital, figured it out. No big deal. So you got antivenin? I believe so. Yeah, I guess I would
1: have to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that yeah. just in an abundance of caution, you yeah. would have done that. Yeah,
3: but that was yeah that was dude. Uh, that's pretty
1: crazy, man. Yeah?
3: Carl has been
1: bitten Snake by bit. a rac- right. rat- rattlesnake. rattlesnake.
3: Mm-hmm. Snake bit. Now,
1: I've been... Bitten. Next is lightning. I've been... <laughs> <laughs> Next is lightning. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Still waiting for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, has anybody else been bitten by any kind of snake?
3: No, just um, a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> who showed me... Who was at the shop the other day with the... Uh, with the uh, spider bite? Who
2: was that? Oh, wow. oh, I got bit by Brown recluse. Where? Uh, on the arm, recently, right there. No, no, no. Like... Five years ago.
3: Was some, who was just by? It was Wasn't this me. week.
2: It must this, have been Monday or
0: Tuesday.
3: Literally this week, somebody's like, check this out. <laughs> oh, it's the Snap-on guy. The Snap-on tools okay. truck guy. It's like, check this out. And he's like, rotting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. No. Dude, yeah. it's, it's Like, gross. nice, freshy. Because Brown Recluse, like. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Necrosis. Necrosis, yeah. It's super sick. I saw that this week, and I'm like. <sighs> and he's out walking around. Yeah, he's not or... working. He oh. stop by, like. My, like, $34 up. and a half dollars per week for <laughs> tools or whatever check this out and I'm like oh that's that smell where did where did, did I wonder see if it was like on his like elbow or the inside of his kind of arm or something yeah. he showed me? I was like oh that's gross yeah Man. I ain't seen that in a while that's a good one
2: my uh when I got bit, it was I was helping a friend remodel their kitchen. Their dish disposal wasn't working. I like reached under oh, there, yeah, and we had yeah. been doing a bunch of stuff with particle board. I remember feeling itchy, but I just thought it was like gunk. And it was I was on Good Friday, and so Easter Sunday. Like my arm is like falling apart. Well, mm-hmm. no, it's but mine was doing it. You can have it happen two ways: it was externally or internally. Internal, mine yeah. was internal, and I, I've never been in more pain in my life. And that thing swelled up like a softball, and I had a red ridge all the way down to my wrist. And they wound up. I went to the doctor, and he didn't believe me. Like, you can see my arm's full of crap. Yeah. And this is going to make some – and I want to – before I get into this, I don't believe in essential oils other than maybe they smell good. (laughs) But – Stop hitting them by Facebook. But (laughs) – Exactly.
3: Multi-level marketing. Don't
2: slide into my DMs for essential oils. It's not going to fly. But – the guy didn't listen to me it wouldn't he's like "Yeah, come back on friday if it's still bad this is tuesday i'm like no dude this friggin' hurts i've got a high pain tolerance i broke my collarbone twice and didn't know it i this hurts so we uh this guy at our coffee shop that my parents own was like this indian dude he's like we're gonna make a poultice." and he took golden seal and aloe and smeared it every day i had to do it like three times and the aloe goes in and sues and the golden seal p- sucks the poison it sucks it, out yeah and sure as heck, so that Friday, it's still hurting, so I call the doctor, and it's the nurse practitioner. She's like, I want you to come in anyways. And so she sticks. Well, first, that Friday, he's like, we need to get the poison out. He's like, gives me a piece of mulch to bite on. Mulch? Like, no, it's only, yeah, only clean wood he had. Squeezes my arm, and I kid you not, like a cup and a half of just rot comes fine I think hey, I look the doctor's over. Office? This is, no 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 this is the oh. Indian fella. This is the snake charmer. This right? is All the right. snake charmer. Mm-hmm. This is in the employee bathroom of a coffee shop <laughs> that my family owns. <laughs> I look over, there's just about the width of my pinky, this green slime coming all the way out of my arm. It's, it's my arm coming out of my arm. It's disgusting. <laughs> and, but it felt so much better after that. It was like bloated pressure that was just relieved. So go to the doctor. Uh, gross. And the, Yeah, super gross. <laughs> so the lady's like, I'm not normally into you home remedy hippies because mm-hmm. this is pretty jacked up. Like, this was pretty serious. I was like, look, I came here first. And your doctor was like, no, no, no. She says, but it saved your arm. Like, it should have been gone. And it pulled enough poison out. And then she, like, stuck it. She had to swab it because it cleaned it so much she couldn't get a sample. So she stuck a freaking Q-tip on an angle in my arm and swirled it. And when that thing hit my freaking nerve, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, it Mm -hmm. hurt. But came back positive for brown recluse poison. Wow. That's the stuff, man.
3: Gross. Gross. A young guy that... Couple years behind me in school, uh, skateboarded for West Side Skate Shop, yeah. Um, lived right on my street right there. The infamous, yeah, West Side, really good skate, good surfer. Now mm. he's in the panhandle. Um, he got bit by a Brown Recluse right on his kneecap. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh man, and like I think it was in his sleep or he didn't see it or feel it or whatever. And it was like later on, like, what is this? What is that? What is you know, you kind of let it go, like, right. I don't. I didn't like cut myself there. Or I don't remember anything happening. Yeah. Kind of let it go for a little bit. Same thing. Big like like kind of pseudo surgery situation. The whole thing. So mm. if you get bit by a spider, you know the the best thing that's ever happened. Like medical industry stuff to me. Those like urgent care little places. Yeah. You know, super. Like I've never. I don't think I've ever even like. Given them an insurance card or anything it's usually just kind of like a cash deal
0: <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs>
3: and they stitch up or pull out or right. whatever the hell you got to do and it's just like okay man hit the road there's no weird follow-up shit or anything. right anything. i mean i feel like for it's,
1: it's like the classic first aid station yeah it
3: really
0: is it but really like is. just
1: a,
3: like first aid plus
0: okay. yeah
1: so homeopathic Ben would be a better way to describe your, your Indian. I call them them witch doctors. Okay. Well, witch doctors, um, the
3: shaman, the medicine man, the
1: shaman. Well, now
3: they're
2: medicine, women, you have people, children, it's 2019 rollers with full of lovely oils. Oh, these are the shamans of our day
3: (laughs) on Facebook. So (laughs) so speaking of
2: marketplace, so speaking of
1: oils, um, what has has anybody imbibed in C B D oil? Negative. No. No. All right, that was an awesome topic. My well, you know,
4: <laughs> my old Vietnam neighbor uh-huh. who has everything from Agent Orange poisoning to, you know, God knows what else in Vietnam. He does the C B D oil. Mm-hmm. He said it doesn't quite help with the pain. Right. But it brings like his anxiety associated with the pain
1: down. Down. Well, you know, I've listened to Joe Rogan, you know, just like everybody else, you you listen to Joe Rogan. He is a major like proponent of you know not only smoking weed and that's right. for it's him getting high he enjoys getting high big deal have fun but he talks about CBD oil and the health benefits of it and there's a few professional skaters that I've followed mm-hmm. and if there's one thing that professional skaters definitely know it's getting fucking slammed and being sore and you know Mm -hmm. swelling and whatnot and everything i keep hearing is it's almost like the anti-inflammatory uh properties of the cbd oil is what everybody's talking about because cbd doesn't have any of the psychotropic you know right yeah that's all yeah yeah that's and I'm actually starting to become a little bit I don't know now, <clears throat> is curious there... about it sure. but the, the, here's here's my reservation. You're a little curious. I'm a little cu- <laughs> I'm, I'm CBD curious. And <laughs> I think there's a section on Craigslist for that. is there <laughs> yeah but here, here's my thing. So cannabis in general um, is an unregulated. Marketplace, it's still like a uh, a lot of vitamins and stuff. There are you kinda go. Like, there's no, yeah, there's FDA no FDA approval right. or whatever. Oh, yeah, it is. That, yeah. But it, yeah. but at the same time, you know, there's an argument that that it, might be the jam. That's well, why hold it's on. good. Hold on, but if you go to DMV to get your driver's license, is there anything efficient and makes you feel confident in the skills <laughs> no. of those government workers? <laughs> no. So no. why why because it has the FDA approval? Should you feel good about it? I get it.
3: But that's why I don't believe in, like, uh, these theories about the government covering up aliens and shit.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> Walk into the DMV. Right. Do you think they're that fucking smart that they're going to, like, be able to cover shit up for, like, I don't know, what, the last 70 years right. or some shit or whatever it is? Like, no. Nah. Though. Do you want those people going through what you're taking? Okay, but,
1: but you, you talk body? about,
3: okay, so UFOs,
1: right? Mm-hmm. It would take a lot of people keeping their mouth shut to keep UFOs under wraps, Mm -hmm. right? Last week, there were pictures that came out of an F-117. Actually, a pair of them flying through what's known as uh, Jedi Canyon, which is an area in... um, Death Valley National yeah. Park, uh-huh. where they do the low-level uh, training route for the Air Force, the Navy. All of our military mm-hmm. flies this low-level, and, and it's one of the few... Like through the hills and stuff? Yeah, it's one yeah. of two places in the world. Um, there's one over in Scotland, and then there's a low-level route out in Jedi Canyon where you can go and actually witness and photograph like badass aircraft going fucking rape ape speed through below you in canyons right oh
3: you can be higher on the mountain yeah yeah Picture yeah. Down. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. A, and, yeah.
1: and like they'll fly like right and, yeah. and, and the pilots know that the photographers are out there and they kind of like hot dog sh- show their ass yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. but so the f-117 the nighthawk uh the the
5: triangle the, yeah
1: the the stealth fighter stealth fighter stealth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the premier fighter of the original gulf war yep. back in the early 90s um it retired mm-hmm. many years ago yeah. uh put on mothballs never to be seen again it, you know we've now got the F22 all the other stuff what was their deal they could what? go
5: really
3: high to where she couldn't see them no no, no well, yeah. they're, they're they're it's the they're low it's low,
1: low observable Radar signature. So enemy radar can't really too see sleek. them. The too yeah, sleek. The, yeah, right. Because so of their shape. Yeah. Because of their shape, they reflect the radar away, blah, blah, blah. Well, so they retire that airframe, right? No longer operating those. But then all of a sudden, last week, two of them are actually out flying. flying. And there's pictures of them. And like people have blown up the images, and the insignia that's on it is a fucking squadron, and everybody's like, wait a second, this squadron doesn't even really exist. So now there's the... Are there grays flying them? No, 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 no. Little no. gray people? No, there's <laughs> n- n- none of that. But what I'm, what I'm getting at is there's a lot of speculation because of the capabilities, the mission package that an F-117 would typically do. Yeah. They're speculating that they brought them out of retirement to fly some very specific missions over around Syria. Oh. But my point being, when it comes to keeping secrets, until we were ready, the government was ready to let everybody know, they flew it right through a canyon where yeah. everybody everybody's going to be taking photos of it. But it's a pretty big undertaking to even get those jets in the air yeah. when they haven't been around for a while. Right. So, check, not to Check the earl. <laughs> not yeah. They got yeah. check the earl. Yeah. Um, but again, do I trust that somebody down at DMV can keep a secret? Hells no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are some areas within our government that can keep some pretty big fucking secrets. Right. Oh, yeah. Until they want to, like, fucking slap you in the face with it. And they're right. like, ooh, what the fuck's going on? Until they
3: fly it by you in old Jedi Canyon. <coughs> it was a mind trick. I think that... I'm going to call my next yeah, band Yeah, it was a that. Jedi mind trick. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to call my next band that. We have, Long we have Knights, a pretty big
4: one in the backyard.
3: Long nights in Jedi
4: N-R-O. Canyon.
3: Oh, we have, yeah, because we're, we're NASAs and stuff over around here. National Reconnaissance. Yeah. Yeah. All kind of well, you know we
1: have uh, predators that uh, oh, yeah. fly what out kind? of the cape all the time yeah sexual but <laughs> sexual predators <laughs> it's florida florida man <laughs> i can damn near guarantee that <laughs> but my question is when do they fly those cuz like for as much as we fish out here i would think that we would see one of those come in maybe on the coastline or they only fly them at night or i don't or maybe they just come in on a glide path with you know power pulled back so you don't really ever hear them so you never see them i don't know super high super slow. i was gonna yeah. say
4: you can they can fly at and, very high altitudes and they're and quiet it's just really. so
1: are they really quiet it, yeah it's
2: but i'll tell you what's interesting is you're amazed how big they actually are yeah they're, like, they're big when yeah. i was at a beale air force base we were passing a hangar that had them i was like holy snot like you look at, like, when you watch the Jason Bourne movie, like, the length of this table, and he's, like, putting this little file in it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. You see this? one's I was like, not yeah, it's the drone the, I was thinking of. No, yeah, it's a it's like an size of a fighter size. jet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know,
1: the size of our fighter jets is pretty crazy how big they've become. And I follow an account on Instagram called U.S. Air Force Heritage Flight. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't follow it, if you're a aviation nerd or even a remotely aviation nerd, like myself, follow it. It's really cool. It's basically guys that have warbirds, P 51s, P 40s, P 47s, old world war two era, as well as Korean era and Vietnam era warbirds actually go out and train. And then they hit the airshow circuit and they fly what's called a dissimilar formation. Um, with current day fighters yeah. and to see a P51 flying in formation with an F22 and an that's like
2: five times
3: bigger but, you're yeah. like holy that's a shit. weird and i think that's like an electronic era thing because nearly everything that i've noticed almost everything vehicles trucks jeeps boats i mean om, even even if you go to and Unfortunately, I haven't been around long enough to know, but the size of I know for sure spinning reels. They, the the twenty five hundred or thirty five hundred or four thousand was super common. Right. Four thousand size. The um they changed because it was like a weird line capacity and they wanted more right. drag. Yeah. You know some of those some of those. I mean, what people fish for tarpon sometimes with, they have, the some of the good ones, I think, have seven pounds of drag. I mean, max. Like, it's seven selling. pounds. So the what, feels, yeah, what feels like it's ripping your arm off is seven pounds, and you have, yeah. you know, 50-pound braid. So those have changed size. Um, if you look at some, like, popular car models, if you think of, like, a Volkswagen Rabbit,
4: yeah,
3: it's a Volkswagen Golf now. Right. If you put them together, they're like four times the size. Twice as long and twice as wide.
4: More electronics.
3: Tons of electronics. Right. Tons of airbags. Tons of this. Tons of that. Look so at if, that story. So if you think of like a P-51 or an older reel or an older, you know, like kind of older, simpler technology, there doesn't ha- there's nothing in there. Like, what the fuck? What is that?
4: So,
1: it's <laughs> so our buddy. It's obviously not secret. Our our buddy Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, we all know Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's posted this. Check out that vessel. So there's a, a new yeah, who's fleet that, who's that, of. Is that Steve Jobs? <laughs> <laughs> that that's uh, a I don't new wanna, missile destroyer.
4: Yeah, I don't want to call him a destroyer because it's not. You look at a destroyer you say, that's a destroyer right you see that and you're, and like, you're like what the f-? but you know it has twin guns mounted on it mm-hmm. and you know a little rocket like silos like and a, like like a ship like a warship so everything's warship. going like streamlined yeah
3: well you know what that tells me is it almost it, looks it, like it, a submarine it, of sorts it, it does it looks Very, like a sub yeah, yeah kind
1: of half in the it, water and if our government is willing to show the world that that's what we have, it's fucking got to be spooky to With think the, about what okay. they're hiding. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, What's well, not out yet. Well, right. yeah. Not not spooky in a bad way. Spooky in a good way yeah. for us. Yeah. You know? And
4: there's a certain vessel that goes out of the port
1: uh-huh. that
4: is very... Spooky. Spooky. Really? Like CIA level. Spooky. Like all black and weird no, stuff. No, it, it looks like a normal... I don't want to say freighter, but yeah, yeah. a research vessel.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's and not. It's like, you're not researching that. No, there. it's. The gun turrets make me think you're not doing no, research. No, no gun turrets.
4: <laughs> and we could, I could indulge more yeah, off yeah. air, but
3: it's. Pretty serious. It's a, it's a spooky ship. Yeah. Okay. And Probably a modern day pirate ship, but better.
4: Way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Does like, have a, it, it's got nothing what you're doing tomorrow. Does that have a plank? It knows what you're doing tomorrow. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it knows what you had for but, breakfast. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and
1: that's in our backyard and you're like, oh, it's just a research vessel. No.
3: Yeah. No.
1: Well so so we're talking about like, you know, the, the different sizes and all, all the different you know, like each generation of aircraft or military vessel becomes a little bit more technologically advanced, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I watched a movie Night Before Last called Speed and Angels. And Speed and Angels Mm -hmm. is a documentary. You can find it on Amazon Prime. And it follows two pilots that are in the Navy and they're... probably the last class of pilots that are going to go operational in the F14 the tomcat nice. mm-hmm. from so my from from, from
3: top gun yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so real angular sharp nose round canopy F14 yeah yeah,
1: yeah. F14's got the swing wings yeah too. Oh, okay yeah. You know? yeah yeah so, so supersonic it it, yeah. it it folds back well so during this movie it's interesting because they're, they're following these two kids. And I say kids because one of the pilots is 23, the other is 24. And they're going to be turned loose in these multi-million dollar war machines, yeah. right? And as they're going through and talking about the training they're receiving, they're talking about basic fighter maneuvers. And they're saying, and, and, and even in the film, they go back and they show like World War One biplanes. And they're like, oh, not a lot has changed from the original maneuvers. Right. Basically, two airplanes try to outturn each other so that one can end up behind the other so he can shoot them down. Right. right? What is it called? Dogfight. Dogfight. Dog dog, yeah. And they say the that. The dogfight hasn't changed. The dogfight yeah. has not changed. And they go further and they say, um, the first quote-unquote dogfight was somebody in the back seat of an airplane shot a rifle or a gun at the other airplane as it went by. And one of the things that was really cool, as aircraft continued to develop, there's some airplanes in the military that completely lost guns. They didn't have guns. They're all dependent on missiles. The F-14 actually still retained a gun. Uh, a cannon, a 20-millimeter yeah. cannon. And so you're following this guy and this girl through, you know, they go through, and they're, they graduate, and they go out, and they qualify to land on a carrier. And one of the pilots ultimately ends up going, and this is like 2003, 2004, over to the Iraq. And here's this F-14 Tomcat. Missiles hanging all over it. It's just, it's an air superiority fighter to fighter kind of fighting machine. And the one incident where he actually engaged in hostilities towards the enemy, there was an army, um, detachment that got ambushed. And there was an IED went off at the front of the column, the back of the column, and the middle of the column. Everybody dismounted, and it was like this very well-coordinated attack. And they're like screaming, they need help. And he was flying, high cover, just there in case whatever came The by. guy with the funny backpack with the, the radio yeah. thing said, and, yo, and, and, come on in. You know what? They ultimately, the come only on, Big the, Daddy. the only thing yeah. he was able to do, he made fucking strafing gun runs in an F-14 Tomcat.
4: Nice, yeah. <laughs> That's <pretty bad. laughs> <I> was Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. And there, there was video of it, like on the on the movie, like actual gun camera footage. And it was awesome because you can hear he actually comes in the first pass and he flies through and doesn't do any shooting because he's yeah. not sure and he didn't want to. He it, everything's so tight. And he's yeah. like. And when he pulls up, the guys on the ground like, dude, you didn't shoot. What the fuck, man? What the yeah. fuck? We're getting fucking lit up. He's like, I didn't have you, like and, and they like talk a little it was bit like more. Seven yeah.
3: billion miles an hour. Let and, me just get my <laughs> bearings. And he, real quick. And he yeah. comes
1: back through <laughs> yeah. and like as he's like you're looking at the camera footage of what he's seeing and you just hear yeah. and they're like, hell yeah, yeah, more of that shit. And he did like two or three passes. He kept doing passes until he was out of ammo.
4: And you know, we actually called in the A 10s. Oh, yeah. Which is an anti armor right aircraft. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For like anti personnel.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, but, the, you know, an A 10 is a whole lot different because it it, it's right. built to go low and low, slow. Right. Um, the F fourteen not, no, ain't designed to fly <laughs> no. down Main Street, fucking
3: wreaking havoc.
1: That yeah, right. gun is meant Wouldn't to make, shoot down other shoot airplanes. That, right,
4: so yeah. you're shooting that,
3: and it's creating that's, that. I can imagine that's a pretty sleek machine with, I don't even know how to describe it. Not a lot of displacement. There's not a parachute. That thing, <laughs> that thing cannot fly very s- slow. No,
0: it no, won't stay no. in the
3: air. Right. Right, I mean, you got to be like
0: got a big I bird. Mean, five,
1: yeah. you got to be just oh, an ass. There's a technical term, Carl, uh, in aviation:
3: ripping. <laughs> no, close, <laughs> close, gri- gripping and ripping,
1: shitting it and getting it, shitting and
3: getting. <laughs> it. Yeah, that's exactly that was my next thing. You got to be shitting it and getting it to just because you know, to just keep the enough air going over the thing, yeah. to keep yeah. it off the damn ground. Yeah, there you go. You got to fucking maybe a thousand. Those are fun miles too. We've hour. done
4: that presence flyovers
3: you know yeah two three hundred feet
4: off the deck and i mean mm-hmm. they come ripping through and that's it makes, makes
0: people
1: think
3: twice about fucking with you doesn't it, it, does, it? yeah and that's what
1: i do it makes on the you highway. feel good
3: is if somebody's in the fast lane going kind of <laughs> slow i'll pass but i'll leave the driver's side side of the wheels as close. In their lane I go across the line, believe <laughs> you know, like my what? side, like door to door, sh- yeah. around them, and if you look in the rear view, they're getting over. <laughs>
0: That's
3: a presence flyby. That's what I do. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm it's it's better if at night and you just really take a rip off a sig and there's a real glower you got a real glower and a real shower you turn the lights off on them and and you got a real white sig going you rip around them in the same lane they're like i'm over it i'm a i'm and they're all the way right uh, back just right back to canada God bless you, Ted. (laughs) Speaking of Ted, I think
1: we are on the eve of a pretty big adventure. Very big adventure.
4: Yeah.
3: Mike and Ted's vicariously excellent Upper Peninsula, yeah, Yeah. steelhead adventure. Steelhead. And by the way, I'd like to wish a very happy birthday, yeah, to some of our show favorites, Butter and Pearl. Oh, Oh, sure. Well, happy birthday, Butter and Pearl. That's about, I think, a combined weight, about 350, forty five, three 375 pounds of pure white bulldog loving right there. It's a lot. Yeah. I don't know if it's like the day they got him or whatever. Where they had all the pictures of the puppies up. I saw some more tonight. Well, I, I actually don't technically think it's
1: their birthday. I think it's when like when they... Came, came home. Today was National Pup uh, Day. That's all right. Oh, well. Either so, or yeah. 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 But but still, yeah. no less hey, happy, love. Uh, yeah. No happy less love. Day. Yeah. No less love. The butter and Pearl. Butter and fucking Pearl are the mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm.
3: I think they're the own they're probably the only two uh pro staff dogs we got out there. Oh, for sure. For sure.
1: No. We can't think of any others. No. Well, I mean
3: wouldn't Skipper. And and qualify? They would. I think they would. We got to probably go through. I think that's a new thing I've picked up too. Dogs? No, like uh, uh, urging urging our followers to go to the pound and pick up a nice second hand dog.
4: Okay, Sarah McLaughlin.
3: You know what I mean? (laughs) What's the song? In the The
2: the arms of of an angel. I like
3: that. Just go (laughs) get you a nice dog. They got a bunch of good ones there. You just got to <laughs> really. Not so good ones. There's a lot of not so good ones either, too. <laughs> it's about
2: but managing got expectations. Dog guarantee. <laughs> right. so,
1: so, have you been seeing some uh, social media
3: influencers
1: urging people to go that route? No.
3: No. Not really. Okay. I don't think any of mine. Okay. I wasn't sure I wasn't no. following you there. No, I just <laughs> would rather people just go, just get a nice second hander. Manage some expectations.
4: <laughs> Fair enough.
3: I mean, here's the deal. <laughs> Just, <laughs> there's the snicker poodles. There's the snicker doodles. There's the snicker foodles. There's the snicker Labradoodles. Uh, labradoodles, There's the, all the doodles. They're really relaxed. They're nice. You can have around kids and everything like that. <laughs> Just remember, dogs come from wolves, coyotes. They're pretty much the same. Don't put your hand in a dog's mouth. Don't put your hand. In, you wouldn't put your hand in an alligator's mouth. You wouldn't put your hand in a shark's mouth. <laughs> Why well, you stick your face in a dog's face? <laughs> so if you go to the pound, you get your nice second-hand something or other. Could be an ex Michael Vick fighting dog or some badass. In the deal. state of Florida, yeah, that's a yeah, high it's possibility. Badass son of a bitch <laughs> from a junkyard somewhere. Manage your expectations. But he's, but he's still a lover. He's fine. Yeah, he's great. Just a great dog. <laughs> go get you a nice second hand dog that's my like captain's for clean water thing <laughs> cuz fuck it well hold on i'm not raising pound awareness? Yeah. you're just raising awareness to yeah need that's for... all I... yeah okay i mean i got one personally i right. got a second hander okay good great dog he'll probably keep your house real safe cuz he's super pumped to have a house and not be in like a weird <laughs> right, little cage cage or, made right. out of like fencing <laughs> and uh, just go get you a dog and when Sarah McLaughlin comes on, you won't have to feel so <laughs> shitty when you're watching late-night television. Just be like, I'm with you, girl. Don't, don't sit there feeling like a dick. Like, I should give 25 cents to this African kid or whatever. Just fucking get the dog. You don't have to watch this shit ever again. Your dog, watch the yard or whatever. You're good. Dog's probably going to run away a little bit, probably going to go to the bathroom <laughs> in the house, probably going to bark a lot. It's pretty, not going to be great. Somebody gave him up.
4: You know how you're going to expect your dog to sit when you can't get your kid to sit.
3: Right. Right. So, however, um, you can get your dog to get your kid to sit. <laughs> so, do do PSA. we have Carl's PSA? The, like do we have any
1: expectation of whether Ted is meeting Doggy Daddy like all like at his home, and then and then going because I don't know the travel
3: plan. Because I, yeah. I would really It'll love fly to, in
1: somewhere. I would really love to know if if Ted's going to get the opportunity to meet Butter and Pearl. Okay, because I mean that would be, be that would be sick.
2: a high. That would be yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of like meeting a real celebrity. It is. And sorry, Mike, I'm just here for the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> excuse me, y'all. Excuse. Yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and, and and
1: say it out loud. There's a little bit of. Jealousy in my heart right now that Ted is, is living be, life like that. It, I mean, you got to imagine that Mike is going to show him one hell of a good time. I saw a
3: fucking L- wheel cart the other day. <laughs> like a two-wheel <laughs> wheel dolly packed past where your hands hold it uh-huh. with with beer. packs of beer yeah. on its side. Uh-huh. I don't know how much that is like a keg worth of beer <laughs> in cans. Well, and, and can you imagine? He was going to give them away to people. He's like, yeah. yo, hit, hit me up, up on the <laughs> way while we're driving because I have so much beer. I'll just throw you a beer out the window. Let's yeah. be party people. But can you imagine? Like, fuck,
1: yeah. Okay. I don't care if you believe it or not, but I'm going to go ahead and say I believe
3: I believe in Doggy
1: Daddy. That between where they start this trip and where they're going, that Doggy Daddy knows every fucking quality place to stop and have either a beer or or a fucking rad meal. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt. to, To have him as my Sherpa on a fucking trip, there's there's no downside okay, Like no. There can't be a fucking downside no. You're like, going to eat good and if, drink if good If I were Ted, yeah. I would have been fasting for a fucking week Oh, absolutely Knowing yeah. that I'm going on this trip yeah. Like, you know, they are going to be l- Fucking living. Oh, They're mm-hmm. no going to be doubt.
3: living mm-hmm. For sure So, have you noticed Amy, Mike's wife yeah, yeah. Dog Daddy's wife Cooks like a maniac Oh, yeah Like... Beautiful, gourmet, oh, yeah. huge, ridiculous. If Ted makes it as far as their house,
0: <laughs> they may not. They may not end up. Going and that's to what steal I'm thinking. Anything. It's like,
3: okay, let's. Uh, now you've got to leave the presence of Butter and Pearl and Amy. <laughs> is cooking and Amy, and you got to go out on this ri- cold ass river because it's still really cold up there. We're going to eat, like, you know, well, sandwiches. You're still going to eat like a king. You're still going to eat like a king, I feel like. He's Their always house picking pretty warm. and... Oh, he's got a he grill, grill on his boat, though. He does <laughs> have yeah, a grill yeah, yeah, on yeah. the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking,
2: speaking of, he yeah. did send us a picture today of... I want to say it was a stealth craft with a pretty big outboard oh, on the yeah. back. this big,
3: gnarly riverboat it's thing. The, it's, the, Kicker. it's a power drifter. Yeah, yes. yeah big one, He asked though. us yeah. when we were building that. The thing was, like, you could do, like, a gambling
2: cruise on like that sucker. <laughs> it looks like it. Big boy. It looked like it moved.
1: Um, I'm a little jealous. He's threatened. Oh, yeah. Mike has threatened to come down here a couple of different times.
3: I hope that that eventually happens.
1: Yeah.
4: Absolutely, yeah.
3: Holy shit. What do you think the freight on butter and pearl would be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's common carrier shit, though. That ain't like UPS. They, know they got a weight limit. Right. That's like a crate. A pallet. That's a pallet of dog there. <laughs> a pallet of bulldog.
1: <laughs> can you, I, I, can uh. see, I can see Mike with butter and pearl, one under each arm. Walking towards driving. The, w- no, no, no. <laughs> walking walking towards the gate, saying, "They're my they're my dogs." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're not my service dogs. Yeah, they're, not my, they're yeah. my dogs. They're, yeah. my they're dogs. coming with me. Right. You got a problem with it? I wouldn't argue with. Yeah. You. I bought off three <laughs> seats on that row for my dogs. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Give him a kiss, Pearl.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
3: <laughs> Give him a big old slobbery kiss. And let us on, dude. I'll tell you, I'm I'm jealous. I think they're gonna have a really good time. Oh, for
1: sure. Oh yeah. I think- so so I I was uh, talking to Ted earlier today, and I told him, same rules apply. No disclosure of like like what happened and whatever. Because Ted's going to yeah. be here at the end of the month, like yeah. less than yeah. two weeks. Yeah. And we're going to do just like when he went and fished with Ben. We're going to let him tell us what, how that trip went, all that good stuff. And then we're going to have the fact-checking with Doggy Dad. We're going to get
3: him on the phone. Yeah. yeah. We'll double up on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. I think that uh, it's going to be hard to wait that long for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be glued to the gram. I'm gonna be glued to the gram, yeah. man. I, I'm really. Oh kinda... yeah, we're gonna get some peaks. Okay, about what's so going on. I tried to do some. I tried to do a little bit of uh, investigating. Where it? Where are they going? They're going to the up the, of Penin- the, upper the the peninsula. You, Upers, that's where Upers are from. The, the Upers. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going up. L- it's, it's Pierre the, Marquette. Pierre Marquette. Pierre Marquette. There's one in... So, it's the western side of Lake Michigan. There's an Illinois.
1: Okay. So, like Paramarquette no, State so Park. Have, no, no, no. So, Michigan. you've got... You've got... Yeah. Hold and on. The, the upper... Sh- hold shit. on. So, look, look at it like this. Okay. So, you've got Chicago uh-huh. and, and Illinois below Like, right here is the... Yeah. And then you've got Milwaukee above it, right? So, you got Wisconsin. Well, Michigan's over here on this eastern shoreline of Lake Michigan, oh, but Michigan also hooks a little, over, yeah. and there's some of it
3: over up here. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's where they're going.
3: Okay. All the way up there. Because there is, I guess it's the name of somebody connected, in, in Connected history. to Wisconsin, correct? There's, a, pa- there's yeah, Marquette, yeah. like State Park. Oh, yeah. And when I just, I've been like, man. He said something about driving through Michigan with with the beer post that I was talking about. Right when I'm driving through Michigan, blah blah blah. You know, I'm like Michigan. I'm like, I'm, where is this place after <laughs> all? So I just googled it real quick. It says Paramarquette State Park, and it said it was in Illinois. So, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Right so here? when
1: my dad, when my what's, dad was what's new? When my dad was in the Air Force, mm-hmm. um, this would have been. Mm, Early to mid '60s, he was still in the B-52. Um, this is like Cold War stuff. Not banned. So right, right. <laughs> it was not Love Shack. Not the Love Shack. Not the, the Love other shack. Love Shack. He was in the Alert Shack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. For uh, strategic nuclear deterrence, um, he was at KI Sawyer Air Force Base, which is in Marquette, Michigan, which is the Upper Peninsula. Way up. Way up. Yeah. And I can't wait to show you guys. He's got a skin mount of a huge
3: fucking northern pike that he caught. I've heard that upper peninsula of Michigan is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, there's not a whole hell of a lot to do up there. So the majority of people in the upper peninsula are Chicago metro area, the lower part of Michigan Hunting, fishing, outdoorsing houses. Right. Like they'll you know, work or whatever and then and then they bolt up there. Hunting and just it's like the outdoor paradise. It's wilderness. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wilderness. Like still really wild. I've never I don't think I've ever spent any time up there or passed through there at all. But that sounds you know, in the summertime, so we could Florida boys could like stay alive. Right. That'd be pretty cool to go around just uh Checking out um, what crazy Youpers are shooting at, <laughs> or casting at, or you know. <laughs> well, um, why don't we uh, take a quick
1: break here and uh, think about what we're going to wrap up? Carl, I want you to check your show notes during the break and be ready to come back and just fucking crush it. it, fucking down. Crush. Hello. What up So uh We have got just a few Things left before we wrap Up episode 23 Don't Quite know what those things are okay, But c- Carl was supposed to check his Two notes. things yeah
3: <laughs> Couple things real quick <clears throat> Um We've got to Give credit where credit's due and just Be happy for our friend Good friend Who's ben, that, Carl? Mister Ben. Oh man, the Vince, the hugest
1: huge. He
3: is. Hey, you know what? This is as
1: good a time as any to say if you are on Instagram, don't follow the careless Ethiopian. Do do follow, but in well, to I to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna wrap that together. Um, ben actually has his huge fly fisherman. Um, Instagram account now up, and it, it only has like forty or fifty followers. Yeah, it's yeah not very much. new. Yeah, yeah that's new, new, really new, you know he he's separating the personal from the enigma that he has right. created. He so is. you know the fact that Orvis
3: is now like, sharing his content is is pretty huge. They've I think it's been Orvis have been picking it up. They're, they've done a couple. I pr- I'm pretty sure the last one that he did had ninety two thousand. Yeah, it's it's insane. So I think like call, I think they call that viral. Yeah. Oh, I hope he gets that taken care of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'd just be a shot, right? Uh, or, or can you take a pill for that?
3: They probably have a pill. God, I hope it's a cancer. I can't do that AIDS thing again.
1: you know what (laughs) Ben
3: Ben just joined the the
1: live and Mm. said that we're the hugest Ben we are not the hugest we are
3: just operating in your shadow sir yes sir just operating in your shadow at this point uh, we're proud of you though yeah it's pretty awesome so just a billion million views whatever I'm super extremely impressed at his just kind of presence. The fact that he's been able to, you know, edit and put together a decent video is one thing, but there's... Well, it's it's not that it's a decent video. It's actually a kick-ass video
0: <laughs> in my
1: yeah. opinion. Because of the pace of it, he covers what he's going to cover in a very fast... Like timely... Yeah, it's like The pace of it. It's the pace of it that really kicks ass, and... There is good, valuable information in there, but it's given to you in a manner that allows you to actually have fun. And you know what? The whole fucking reason we're doing what we do, not Carl because he doesn't fly fish, but the rest of us, (laughs) is because we're out there to have Have fun. fun. Mm -hmm. You know? So kudos to Ben, man. Keep fucking ripping. Keep doing what you're
3: doing. We love you. We love it.
2: Yeah, awesome. it's been
3: fantastic. Let me tell you that. The what was it? The trout species one? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Good luck, man. Yeah. <laughs> this shit is going to fucking bore me to death. Yeah. And he jammed it together, and there was like, you know, imagery, and like it was edited to where I was like following, 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 following. <laughs> and it was like, what? So we made it through. What's a Palomino trout? It's bullshit, Carl. It's bullshit. (laughs) That's what it is. If you want to catch a fucking banana (laughs) that was raised in like a, what was it, like a concrete trough, (laughs) go ahead. You know, But yeah, so that was one I was like, oh, this is going to be really hard to make. A dry one. Yeah, it's (laughs) going to be be a hard pill to swallow right here. I'm going to watch it either way. But I'm like, all right, okay.
4: So you learned a thing or two.
3: I learned a thing or two, and I, I got, you know, like I, I didn't, it wasn't getting to the end of the video. I was like, I'm like following it, and, and it was funny and entertaining enough to where I was like, all right, dude. You just turned to science.
4: So what's like, a scientific name for a, a rainbow trap?
3: <gasps> oh, don't oh. do it. Don't do
1: it to me. Ben. Something Truda, right? Something. Yeah.
4: Salmonoid Truda.
2: I think that's it. It's the most official answer we've heard. All right, so we're going to go with it. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. But,
3: yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm super proud of him um, that he's jumping into a crazy big game with a lot of people in it and blah, 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 blah. He's doing great. So my thoughts on why
1: Ben has been successful is what we talked about earlier in the episode kind of – congruent with talking about April and then mm-hmm. the what, what AFTA was talking about with their dealers at the dealer summit, you can tell authenticity right. from contrived. right. And what Ben is bringing to fly fishing right now is an authentic take on what it is to be, quote unquote, a huge fly fisherman. And most... <laughs> Most of the people that don't get what being huge is all about is just being real, man. Just being fucking having a good
3: time. I think it's a little
1: bit of like enjoying
3: it and doing it for the right reasons. And he has a little bit of a foundation to stand on, not being like a 15 and a half year old prick that's like learning how to fly fish, which is fine but that's like your average like youtuber they're really young they're way better at a camera than they are knowing about fish knowing what to do going places yeah. that the the content is eh, kind of weak yeah ben's not 15 and a half years old he's been fishing he's been going places he's he's more into so there's more to, there's a better foundation yeah right. he knows more he's he's doing more he's fishing more to where it's like man if he can pop together a video and he's good he's good on camera he's got a, like a good presence yeah i think he like comes across pretty well for uh, sure uh it's banging dude it's there and, and a lot of the any of the fly fishing stuff i've ever seen on youtube is not where i go to like no. load up on fly fishing stuff if i've watched anything on youtube it's like the so so like your source is like waterman tv um, or is that for for like how to get boats? Yeah, it's just fishing. call that a s- snatch I mean, and like grab show. Yeah, at night, like for free. Um, <laughs> 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 the the uh, YouTube's it's a kind of funny place, but I don't i I do watch a lot. I do kind of mess around on there, but, but it's, like it's not
2: all the fly fishing. F- stuff. All the fly fishing stuff, like, it's fly stuff is super boring,
3: super technical. There's some of the stuff I've actually liked on There's there. There's some good stuff. But you be, gotta
2: dig for it.
3: Uh I would say probably getting into everything and getting the hang of everything. There was some casting stuff on there that I watched. These guys didn't make a video at 16 years old like, I'm gonna learn to cast with you. These guys already do so hold on casting lessons See, for somebody. You know.
4: I use YouTube more for fly tying. I was that gonna, gonna say work, like yeah.
1: the casting aspect. Yeah. yeah. I've never been, like, somebody that would go to YouTube for casting at all. Like, casting has to be, to me, in real time, somebody that can be watching and helping you adjust as you're doing it. Yep. Because to watch something on a video, and everybody casts a little bit different, but to have somebody that can, like, watch you in real time and Mm. give you real-time feedback, you know, and, and, and not even critique, just adjust. Say, right. hey, try yeah. this a little bit different, slow this down, speed this up, you know, do this a little bit more versus watching a video. I don't know. I'm up I mean, yes, pretty, yeah. On tying, yeah. You can pause it and be like, Hold on, back that up. Yeah, How did yeah, they yeah. do that? Yeah. Um I tie like shit, but my shit catches fish. Yeah. Awesome. But you know, a lot of a lot about, in my opinion, fly tying is, and it's become the the actual fly tying itself. It has nothing to do with catching fish. It's how pretty of a fly can you tie? Right. Absolutely. And yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not I'm not knocking that at all. But what I'm saying is, there's a big difference between. A fly that'll catch a fish and a
3: fly that looks like fucking that'll catch a fisherman.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, and that's the
3: old saying with like plugs. Uh, Yeah, and that's
1: what it's gotten to.
3: Because if you go to
1: a fly shop, there's like forty eleven billion different flies that you can buy. Yeah, and ultimately, what what's the major difference? I
3: think we'll get to a point where. And I don't think this is, like, super far off. I think if we even now go to a place that's mega pressured, um, it'll be more important. I think, you know, like, you can't throw a big hook in a live bait. You can't throw a mirror lure at a fish that's seen a plug before. You can throw a fly in there and it outdoes both of those things. It'll outcatch both of those things. It's lighter. It's more natural in the water. It's kind of neutral, where like plugs and even live bait with like a big old nasty hook in it, they're like, mm, excuse me. You know what I mean? Yes. I feel like
4: the, the presentation
3: of a fly is overall better. Sure. Like in my experience. However, if you go somewhere where there's, I don't know, Fort Lauderdale, billion people. Snook in lights. Good. There's probably a ton of people throwing flies at them as well as plugs and bait. Right. So I think those really realistic, crazy ones that might just seem silly to us now, that might be the place where we would need one that's like, oh, that looks real. That is dead nuts.
4: I, I
2: Go back and forth
3: on that. Or like I, this... matching the hatch or something where there's like, but, oh, and okay, so of a... I don't know, though,
1: because... What looks really real to you and I, I don't know. Translates once it's in uh, the water. Yeah, that makes
3: to sense. looking really yeah. real to the fish. Um, so they're looking. That's maybe what that I, presentation is all the.
4: the I go game. more profile
3: size than I yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, imitating. Right. You know, that throwing all like these a, legs on. Yeah, that and, would be a bug thing, though. So no. if you're tying a bug, like for like any kind of like little fly or, you know, like fly-fly for like a mayfly or something like yeah. that for trout. We're talking
1: entomology.
3: Yeah. That, I feel like, would have to look more like a ant or fly or bug or whatever it is. Here, it's a shrimp, a crab, or a fish. There's a particular hatch that happens on
1: the South Holston River uh, back home in East Tennessee that, God damn, I can't remember what it is, and I wish I could, but I'm talking to this guy, Patrick, that worked at one of the shops up there, and everybody ties this pattern for this particular hatch that occurs, and it, it's like a very specific couple of weeks. where a beetle it, or a yeah or whatever. Yeah, and, and I'll think of it as soon as we stop recording, but he was telling me that he had tied some flies of that pattern that he was in a hurry. They didn't come out exactly as good as they could have or should have. And so the ideal idealistically, Mm -hmm. the fly should like be resting on the water and it looked like this bug that's emerged and is about to fly off. Right. And he was on this float and he and whoever else was in the, the drift boat, the other guy had these great flies that that were the idealistic fly looked, for look, that yeah. looked tits, right? But his flies, because he'd gotten into a hurry, would like fall over and like not really ride correctly. Yeah. And his were the ones that were getting fucking hammered. There's something, and and yeah. and, and he said that. He he realized after bitters and cripples, right? That's what that's mm-hmm. what it was. Is is it was not the perfect emerged bug that was preparing to fly off the surface of the water and continue its life. Because they flex. could miss that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's one that has a fucked up wing that's laid over to the side, right.
3: and they know that that now. Yeah that's all he ties is fucked up flies. Well, that's a thing with a lot of bait fishing uh-huh. and a lot of plug fishing and a lot of, you know, anything like else and it, potentially a lot of flies as well. You want to simulate like, that, that injure. The yeah, yeah. They like that. The gimp. Freaking right. out, you know, like. You want the gimpy fly. And there, how many times do you fish places that are, there are fish there, I would probably say more with like, Maybe snooker trout. I don't know about redfish, really. But there's a ton of other stuff to do. There's a ton of other bait fish there. There's small mullet. There's white bait. There's whatever. And they're banging all over the place. And you're thinking, how the fuck are they going to see mine? Well, because yours is deaf, dumb, and blind. And
0: you bounce (laughs) them through there.
3: You know what I mean? They're Uh, like, what is that?
1: And they'll go after that one. So right behind Carl, there's some of the... Deer hair flies know, yeah. that are like beautiful um our our friend Eric has tied those and sent those to me and they're so fucking pretty that I've never I've never right. fished them right yeah. and so those are the exact example that I would if if we're in court mm-hmm. if you will your honor I'd present to the court marked for exhibit a that fly right. It's beautiful, Mark. Do you? Bl- that's a beautiful fly, mm-hmm. yep. Ben. Yeah, yeah. But that fly doesn't look anything like that when, as soon as it gets wet, and mats down. Yeah. Well, and, and, and so in, and I know that if I'm a really good tire, I know that if I use this particular feather or this particular material or these particular synthetic fibers, that they're going to look a particular way in the water, right? Right. But I'll be honest with you. I've never calibrated my mind to look at when I'm at the fly shop and I'm looking at flies. I look and I go, God damn, that's that right there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I don't look at it and yeah. go, what would this look like in the water? And maybe that's because I'm not a good fly fisherman. So I don't think in those terms. Or maybe. But are you a huge fly fisherman?
3: Or, <laughs> or maybe I am who they're tying for. Right. I don't know. Yeah. The craziest one that does that is like usually fish patterns. Right. I've noticed that the vast majority of them, clouds or, you know, whatever it is. Man, that sucker looks so good. And shrimp patterns for whatever reason just stay a little bit more true. Uh-huh. You put that sucker in the water, it's just like a hair. Yeah. yeah. They just all mat together oh, and it's yeah. a hook with like one strand off the back <laughs> of it. <laughs> which which doesn't
1: doesn't that make you feel silly?
3: Oh yeah. About the uh, about
1: <laughs> what
3: choosing that what? No, particular no, 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 one?
1: No, no, no. No, no. What size tippet you're using? Because it's like, wait a second, yeah. I'm worried about whether I'm using 5X, 6X, and it's like a tenth of the size of the hook that's not, yeah, yeah. That right. there's nothing. There's no I, cover
3: on it. Yeah there's, yeah. Flying there's, the
1: yeah, there's nothing I can do to cover mm-hmm. this hook, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the fish are leader shy. Mm-hmm. Oh, th- those yeah. fish are
3: leader shy. You've yeah. got to yeah. use a... Right. They're not shy of just one hair right? <laughs> right. Flying, right. Through flying through the, the water, water. <laughs> with a big old metal <laughs> big
1: ol hook, right? Out of it. And, and I mean, and when we say big old metal hook, we're even talking about the size twenty or the twenty-two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. That's huge compared to the seven X tippet or the five X tippet. Yeah, tip hitter, yeah or, you for know? sure. So I don't know, man. We're not trout guys, so I don't want to beat up on the trout <laughs> weenies too bad. But yeah. sometimes when I'm having trouble even threading. The 6X through the eye of the hook, let alone tying it. I'm sitting there thinking, why the fuck do I have to tie (laughs) this shit? Like, Mm -hmm. dude, is this the part they're looking at? Yeah, is this really what they're. Are they really spooking off Mm -hmm. of this or choosing not to eat because of
3: this? I've. And it's crazy. I've done. I mean, I'd like to tell you guys that I'm like Brad Pitt and that I'm like (laughs) there's like a river running through it. I can see you shadow casting,
0: Carl. (laughs) I really
3: can. uh, He does in the shop. Right. But uh, the truth of the matter is lights, Fort Lauderdale, bait, plugs, and flies, and like what happened. You know what I mean? Like why I picked it up was very like fly fishing in general. Yeah, it like grew to something a little bit different. However, it was action—the splash, uh-huh—and like how many fish came out of it. Yeah. Very like I mean, it's not like a—it's simple math. Yeah, it's not like a personal reason, right? It's a very n- numeric, like uh, yeah. uh, I guess it would be. Um, what would you say? Like a uh, selfish reason. I want that fish to come over here well, and eat this the the entire <laughs> yeah. the entire reason we do this is
1: for selfish self gratification right. self gratification that's why that's why Instagram works so well it's all about oh yeah us dude, let's talk and about our conquests, oh yeah. Over an
3: animal with a brain the size of your thumbnail. Let's talk about a couple things. Okay, animals with the a brain the size of your thumbnail, self gratification, and not Instagram. Never Instagram. Not in this case. Okay. There is, and I just, <laughs> am, I okay. guess it's implore our okay. listeners uh-huh. and us here at the table tonight to do a google search to get out in their cars driving around florida from i don't care if where you're from get out in your car and start driving around florida there is an adult entertainment establishment <laughs> okay classy or not in florida that has a feature what well, a feature presentation let's call it okay that's <laughs> clowns What What? So if you figure <sighs> Scantily or Dancing lady clowns D- Yeah Dancing pole dancing lady One. clowns One Oh no so yeah Oh okay clowns. so the, yeah So there's it's like a Like a Like a singular star thing. Yeah That's a Adult the pole dancing type clown. This is a stripper
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Okay But her shtick a is a that she's a clown, and it's on a sign <laughs> somewhere? I think it was in Melbourne. Is it Melbourne? Yeah. Where is that? So it's in Melbourne. Melbourne is going to be a
2: adult entertaining clown. <laughs> so this that is a show note because because <laughs> I saw this heading to work. Probably. Am third. I am I wrong? like are wrong you, no hold
1: on not wrong as in inaccurate but is it wrong of me as in to think that, like the humans are just fucking no, crazy
0: no 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but beyond that when you started describing okay so it's an adult entertainment uh-huh. professional that has <laughs> that, lady that lady has professional. that has um adorned A pers- her, herself succumbed <laughs> As a as a clown, <laughs> is it wrong of me um, to think that it was a little person
3: also? Like, is, no, because, because that's a whole different show. That's a whole different no, thing. I've wait, seen that. You're right. There's no. some shit around here, like <laughs> in Titusville, there's a wrestling night that I think we've talked about. Oh, yes. Uh, there's a we've wrestling talked night about, for yes. sure. Yeah. Uh, there's a wrestling night, there's a there's a decent, because is it? So it would be somewhere between halfway here and kind of out towards Orlando, going west. Okay.
4: Yeah. Bithlow, Ca- maybe
1: it
3: Casadega. I
4: don't Is there know.
1: a
3: place called Casadega? Yeah, Casadega, but that's where like they read your palm and yeah. tell your future. So there's and... a lot of people there from like the um, like Carney Circuit. Uh huh. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. yeah, sure. There's also a little enclave, we'll call it, <laughs> which sounds awesome in. <laughs> Roving townhouses, which sounds not as bad as like, roving townhouses, like a travel
0: trailer, uh-huh. <laughs> <Fifth> wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: That uh, there's a lot of like carny folk. Uh, I want to say Bra- uh, Bradenton, no, Bra- uh, Brandon, Brandon, is, yeah, yeah, like outside sure. of Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot, we've got a lot of little people, God bless them, the those uh, little buggers. You because know? right. when you started talking about, I've, I've clown, seen a, a clown stripper. Yeah,
1: like,
4: yeah It automatically it went to right. it immediately yeah. went and to yeah. this
3: same. I'm gonna say the same night. I guarantee facility. there's an opener. I get <laughs> it's not just one. There's
2: there's an opener, and I bet you like like 15 stickers. That's a lot of stickers. Yeah. No, I was I was driving to work on I think it was Thursday, <laughs> and I saw the sign like they've got like a. Like an electric signboard, kind of like the billboard, and it, it's got this clown face that pops up. I'm like, the heck? And it says, On X and X night, come see so and so, the magnificent clown. I'm like, No. Like, mm-hmm. And so I instantly was like I this need to live. ask Carl, like, is right. this a thing? Okay. I, I don't, and when I don't Ben asked me if the... that's
3: a thing. Yeah, Ben's like, <laughs> I don't go to these places. Is this a thing? Well, not... I've never been in there well,
2: in Melbourne. Well, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, let me back up. I'm not hot Not on that the I circuit. expected you to be there, <laughs> but you're older than me. You have a little more life experience. I was like, does Carl know something that I don't know? That, like, oh, yeah, yeah. One dude, thing. That's like a weird thing. One There's one thing there's like that I know. like this clown fetish that's getting missed. All right, don't, don't doubt. So, so ben, <laughs> yes. bottom
1: line. Bottom line. Bottom line. I'll give you 50 stickers if you go. Out least, now. Least common Done. denominator. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I know it's a hard no to get you to go to the to the strip club Correct. with the clown okay. in Melbourne. <laughs> but if we were to do But if that clown was in Orlando. <laughs> no, but no, if, I, that, I if, if yeah. that clown was in Tampa and we were just <laughs> it, it, we were just on a on a boys fishing trip yeah. and we just, to happened, the bay, baby. And we just happened to go and we all had a a blood oath to never speak of it, no pictures were taken.
2: I we accidentally clubs. had a flat
3: we in have of these strip clubs flat tire and for no, you Venus. don't or you won't both, <laughs> both. <laughs> not my seat okay. Which I like. I'm like all right. With. I can respect yeah. that. You know, I, I can, can respect, respect that. fucking insane. That's why I'm going to well, check it, like it out.
4: See if she's working the buffet, dude. Down in the afternoon,
2: dude. Well, if but <laughs> <laughs> we got, we're not done yet. We have to circle back around that same place. Which if you get Hold off, on, we're not done yet. We can talk never- you into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, negative ghost rider. The pattern <laughs> is full. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that same place, I shit you not, had midget stripper night. <laughs> See, I Is it I, off told, of, you.
4: Is it I off told you, off I told of you open. Yeah, Right oh, across from the Sam's Club I, I know exactly where that yes. is Wait,
3: we can hit Sam's <laughs> Oh yeah, get yeah like well, a You gotta get the 76 pack of beers yeah, So Rip them in the parking lot Get some And Sam's Club sells Actually like American made gasoline Right Believe it or not uh-huh. They do uh, We'll fill up <laughs> You'd have to We'd fill up there They probably have 76 packs because it's Sam's Club. DVRs, <laughs> like about, I don't know, six and a half bucks. <laughs> Drink in the parking lot of Sam's Club. There's no cops there ever. Right. Why would they be there? Uh, eat what? There's pizzas, pizza, hot dogs. Hot dogglers, dogs. three do- three dozen, four dozen Whatever. Dan- danishes yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to the club. Head over to the club. That's just starters. Head over to the club. Midgies, clowns, little people. Oh, you thought I was calling little people what? Midgets. That's not, (laughs) again, not the preferred nomenclature. (laughs) (laughs) Little people. I mean, I'd do it. It's okay. I'd do it for a a pitcher. Yeah. One pitcher of beer. That's all.
1: It's just show research. Yeah. Yeah.
3: (laughs) It's all, it all takes I mean we don't Don't like just come up With this shit We gotta go see What's going on yes. You know
1: I'll be honest with you Ben
0: mm-hmm.
1: We gotta take a free pole. I mean you were like Very oh, close minded yeah. To this Like you, there wasn't even an, A possibility Of You know Well Maybe I'd go for a few minutes Or I'd go just to see The
2: main well, act First of all If you're gonna go For a few minutes You may as well just Welcome to the, the main day. stage like, if, you, if, you're, if you're there And you're gonna see it Okay,
1: so oh, hold on. All right, just yeah. just stop with your just stop. Okay. So just
3: stop with your I fucked up. Stop, stop with up.
1: you. I fucked yeah. up. So, I asked you if you would be willing or able to go to the strip club, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Correct. And what I meant to ask you was, "Hey Ben, I heard there's this really kick-ass comedy show with clowns down in (laughs) Melbourne. Do you want to go with us? I love comedy shows, Larry. (laughs) There we go. See, there's Uh, always compromise. (laughs) There's always compromise that can be reached by how you present (laughs) what you're out to, to accomplish. Right. So, I mean, Mark, you like comedy, right? Absolutely. And, And Dude, since you were a child, clowns are funny. So they are. Perhaps we just need to go and s- check out the clown show. <laughs> How hard was that? That was I mean, easy.
3: Do you not like entertainment?
4: You know, are you not entertained? And I, I think we have a story to live up to after what Ted told us.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I had no idea that Patagonia was so fucking popular <laughs> in Montreal.
4: No walking around with it
3: in public in for public in public for <laughs> crying out loud half an hour at a time right. the um we got, so there's a lot of things to discover here in the state of florida on the space God, coast. i can't wait um what is it visit florida
4: yeah Visit yes. florida visit if florida
3: they, um sponsor us that'd be cool <laughs> um space coast uh space coast florida mm-hmm
4: you just do like the news
3: does. What is it? Visits
4: on bum, a
0: tank full. Oh, tank full. Yeah. That, yeah. that
2: dude follows Florida Flyco. Right. Hey, he nice. likes Not our anymore. stuff occasionally. <laughs> 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 Not anymore. He <laughs> yeah.
3: Um Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do here. We've got redfish,
2: beautiful redfish. Beautiful redheaded clowns, apparently. Mm. Beautiful clown clownfish clownfish there you go
4: it's a classy place too What's a classy oh, name <laughs> it's
3: bear assets it
4: is bare <laughs> assets.
3: Yeah, assets yeah there's one in uh, there's one in um, Pasco County I, t- I told you guys the name of the
1: it's about the size of the meth lab uh, went, the the nice. funniest thing, though, is the one in Johnson City called the Fuzzy Hole. Oh, oh, oh God. Get out of there. I swear I to there God. There was a,
3: a good, good buddy of mine <laughs> up to theater, uh, from Boston. There was a couple, like, in, you know, outside of Boston somewhere that. That. They were just ridiculous. Well, the the one that closed
1: down, it actually burnt down. I, <laughs> oh, I'm pretty three. <laughs> <mess I>, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, <laughs> somebody burned it down for yeah. them because they didn't agree with What's it up that? there in the Bible Belt.
0: Yeah, but uh, it, was, it was called
1: the Mouse's Ear.
0: <laughs> oh, that's wild,
3: dude! I want to say one was called like there was a gay one called like the Banana. Bunch or some bullshit or banana hammock. I we going to call it old school? He's one of my old skating buddies.
4: Well, see, I about...
3: Maniac. ...died laughing Listen, while we were in the Bahamas.
4: Walking past a restaurant. Take a wild guess.
3: Use your imagination. Bearded a- clam. Bingo.
4: Bam. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm a mind reader. Like, no. Yeah. I would. That's no. the second time you've done that today. today. Freaked yeah. me out. I would not... I heard yeah, Elon, eat at the bearded
3: clam. Elon Musk said that the next technological advancement, although we don't know it, and it like won't, like there's nothing we like can plan or anything, will be able to read minds.
0: All right.
3: So I've done it twice in two days. It's true. There you go. <laughs> bearded clam. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Nailed it. A little couple clairvoyance going on between Mark I guess, and yeah. Right. We're connected. We have the same cycle. <laughs> 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 Four oh, <cycles>. shoot. <laughs> um. so carl do you have any any I, last i thoughts? feel like I have one more oh so we actually did a beer review we didn't know it what we've been really shit about beer reviews lately. we, we have did? been
1: fucking yeah. remiss
3: like just we just completely it was play linda's, Playa linda's Playa play linda's play linda's um key lime something key or lime other. Key lime ale, and it was fucking banging. Did you have it, Larry? No, man. Ask (laughs) how I missed it. We had you weren't fast enough. Perhaps I was. Perhaps I was busy at the Traeger. Yeah, yeah. it was being served. Oh yeah, and it was. uh, It went because it sounds pretty fucking rad. It was really kind of a nice, like limeade lemonade. It was pretty lemony. Um, but not hoppy at all. So
1: so after I went to the VA with you for Project Healing Waters, mm-hmm. when I left, um, I took the slow way home. I came up US, US 1, one. Yeah. and I stopped at Playalinda Hardware, and I'm here to tell you, if you have an opportunity to stop in just for a beer and a bite, go to the Hardware and they're in downtown historic Titusville. And the right.
3: hardware is what? A little bit more restaurant-y? No, no. It's, it's
1: more of like the bari. Right. Um, the, the Bricks, other one? Bricks, the Project. Bricks, Bricks Project. Yeah. So at Hardware, they have what they call pot roast sliders. Oh, man. Motherfucking set you free. They are beer uh, freedom.
3: amazing. They sound ridiculous. So yeah. That beer, man, I was kind of... As weird as it sounds, I was like, eh. playing Linda, like, kind of sounds hipster The Bricks yeah. Project and this and that. And the, hardware. Well, the Bricks like,
1: Project is, like, more of a restaurant. Like, yeah, they have a yeah. big brunch crowd and all that. I mean, they definitely yeah. brew the beer there. But, like, when you go to hardware, uh, it's a very, very minimal gastropub. But, really, yeah. it's it's a brewery. The, like the poor yeah, house. It's, yeah, it's a poor house. Yeah. And, uh I've I can't say that I've ever had a beer from Play Linda that I haven't liked. that uh, was really cool. It was But I am bummed, like monumentally bummed yeah. that I didn't get a <laughs> splash at least of that. That would be uh greedy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> That's nobody not, even mentioned it to me. Hey, we're pouring the
3: fucking yeah. growler. It went yeah, it went quick. Here, have the here have another
1: yeah, push I didn't light, even get one.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I didn't get one. Yeah,
3: there you I, go. you got one when you got the growler, probably.
1: I already put a growler back I did, on the way. Yeah. I did see Carl
3: like pick up the growler bottle one finger. and put it on it, one finger and put it on his shoulder and I was like, that's where it all went. Yeah. But that was a that's a good one, man. It wasn't real beery. No, it's not. Way more kind of limey. Yeah. So um we may have to have a
1: field trip over to the land because Jameson is now Mr. Yeah. Yep. He is working.
3: At the brewery over there, yeah. What what is that called? Red. No, we, we need th- to do it. Oh, we need to go God. see Jamison. Not Cyp- red cypress. That's no, that's s-
1: red cypress is Winter Springs. Yeah. Um, oh shit!
3: Put me on the spot. Yeah, it'll come. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, we're we, the we Deland one. The Deland one, All right? Uh, so or one of the Deland ones. One of the Deland ones,
1: and okay, so. We are almost at the end of spring training baseball, mm-hmm. which yep. means we are almost at the beginning of foosball. <laughs> Minor league baseball. T- so we need, yep. to, we need to plan on going to Daytona to the Tortugas. The Tortugas. Uh, uh, yeah. And catching a few games. I think that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, and they actually have a really
3: killer happy hour prior to the game. So I'm gonna tease both the the gentlemen around the table here and our listeners. <coughs> a good friend of mine from that lives in St. Pete. Okay, uh, they're doing a new podcast. They do um, stand up comedy and stuff, and they're just gonna do just a fun, like lighthearted. It's two chicks. Okay. Going to do fun, lighthearted thing. Have guests, whatever, and they actually come up with some have really good conversations and come up with some funny stuff in the car. And there is an app that you can like link phones up, right? And put your headset on and do record a podcast. No way on like a set of phones or whatever like this like you know downloadable situation could you imagine so if we we could probably do a podcast sitting at a baseball game there's like ways to do that oh my god you know what i mean yeah. like we do like whatever oh, man. i don't, yeah. have, I don't even know if you need to be in the same place so there's some things that i think we could do with that that we can either come back How and about report while we're, at the table while we're just out fishing i know yeah yeah I don't just, know. There's some well, shit. Talk, Carl wouldn't be There's some there, shit I talked yeah. about on the boat <laughs> that never I don't know do. that I would repeat. Yeah. Here, it's just no privacy anymore these days. No. Um. So that seemed really. I was like, man, that's that seemed real fun. You could, yeah. We could go wherever we could do our we could do our beer review from from uh, Linda. Yeah. Or from New Smyrna Brewery, or you know whatever. Right. Quickly, so. That Mm. seems really, really, really cool. That was something I heard this week. Yeah, find that out. Yeah. I'd like to actually sit on there. We were talking about me sitting in on theirs. I don't know what I'm going to bring to the table with, like... A couple of chicks. A couple of funny broads. A couple of funny...
4: Two girls, one Mike.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. And Carl. No. (laughs) (laughs) Two broads, one Carl. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So... All
1: right, you well, uh, I think we're getting pretty close to uh, being able to wrap up number 23. And you know what? Before we go, I just want to throw it out there again. We're going to have the Taylor Popper fly patches available very soon. So if you're interested in one of those, shoot us a message. Let us know that... Uh, You're going to be ready to grab one of those because it's going to be very limited quantities. Thanks again to everybody that's been supporting us buying stickers. We're going to have two new stickers coming out very, very soon. One is very retro, and one is going to be very topical. Um, We know that a lot of you guys, um, just like Carl and I, Very connected to the skating world and with Jake from the Thrasher magazine passing. We're going to be doing a Thrasher inspired Taylor Trash fly fishing sticker. Hope you guys dig it and look for it on Instagram. It's coming out really soon until episode 24. Stay
2: huge. And if your skiff needs a tune up, do it now so you can meet us. For the Poker oh, Run That's right True, Poker yeah. Run We're going to be right coming out the With the actual don't date Don't wait last Very minute. soon
3: think, Yeah we'll probably have a date we'll, Nailed
2: down in the next couple
3: weeks Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah Very so soon And uh, We'll announce a date I don't know Before
1: if the If you're out of state Save or money ish.
3: Prepare Yeah Just uh,
1: Follow us on Instagram Because oh. that's really where Most of the information
3: flows Oh Yeah So I think
6: uh, and I heard as it were the noise
3: of thunder. I think we're gonna have a good turnout on that.
1: Yeah, it should be so good. Run. Come and see. All right, episode twenty three. And behold Taylor Trash flip? fly fishing.
4: Is that flip talking? Yeah, yeah I think that's
1: flip.
6: A- There's a man going round taking names. In each sip and in each sup, will you partake of that last offered cup or disappear into the potter's ground when the man comes around? Hear the trumpets, hear the pipers, 100 million angels singing. In the thorn tree It's hard for thee to kick Against the pricks Till Armageddon No shalom, no shalom Then the father hen Will call his chickens home The wise men will bow down Before the throne And at his feet They'll cast their golden crown Virgins are all trimming their wicks. The whirlwind is in the thorn tree. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In measured a hundredweight and penny pounds. on him was death and hell followed with
3: him you lazy bastard! still listening the first five people that message us DM on Instagram and say the word, say the say the words uh stick or pack First five people get a free sticker pack.